this. The opinions that you hear are those of the host and callers, and not those of iHeartMedia, its management, or advertisers. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Phillips File, broadcasting high atop the iHeartMedia complex on WTKS-FM HD1. Coco Beach, Orlando. Available anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. Download it now. Groundbreaking. Critically acclaimed. And now, The Phillips File. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. Oh, yes, it is. Hello there. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome. It is the start of the Phillips File. This one for Tuesday. That's Tuesday, January 16th in the year 2018. Hello, everybody. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Jim Phillips. Here once again to take your phone calls and listen to your stuff, whatever your stuff might happen to be. News, current events, we'll do that. We'll talk about your life. Feel free to talk about mine, and we'll find many other things to discuss. We always do. So uh, take part in the most listened to, the most popular, the most widely heard, the highest rated radio program of its kind in the entire state of Florida. Pick us up on iHeartRadio. That's one way to do it. Go to realradio.fm. That's our website. We encourage you to check that out. You can follow me, of course, on Twitter, at Real Jim. Then send us a text on anything at any time. We'll read it. We may use it on the air, okay? Once you send it in, then we can do anything we want with it. That's Real Mobile 770-310, powered by David Moss Chevrolet and David Moss Toyota. On the phones, long distance and toll free. One triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one for those of you in the metro four zero seven nine one six one zero four one. Mo has news in a few minutes. Yes, sir. We work off that. Jack is here and Pinkman is back with us. We'll check out the broken foot in just a couple of minutes or so later in the program on this Tuesday. What do we have? We have that bonus round of closest to the pin. At about 4 o'clock, right after the news with Mo, your opportunity to win that You Matter business card. That guarantees you good fortune for the rest of your life. If you lose, bad luck for 24 hours. That's Uh-oh. what the gypsy women say. We have Jack's, uh, have Jack's audio file today. Regular round of closest to the pin. Today's Tuesday. That means Fritz on the street at 6. We'll find some drive-home music for you in the last quarter hour. And then PPT, person, place, or thing, to wrap things up before we hand it over to... Tom and Dan, a couple things on the agenda. Let's see. What do we have on the agenda? I want to talk about this bat. Had a young man, young boy, die from uh, rabies in the past couple of days. I want to talk about that. Uh-huh. And I want to talk about the um, the Me Too, Me Too movement and Aziz Ansari and what's going on there. And then I want to talk about Pinkman's foot. Oh, lots of things. So let's talk about Pinkman's foot first and get oh. that out of the way. He broke his foot. Jam-packed day. <laughs> what happened to you? What happened? Okay. You weren't for... here yesterday because you had to go see the... Orthopedist. Orthopedist, okay. Mm-hmm. So crazy story. When, when day the, what day did this happen? I stubbed my toe Friday all right. on the ottoman in my living room, which I do all the time, so I didn't think anything of it. You're Sat- barefoot. Yes, as I usually am at home. Saturday, I get up, go to the chili cook-off. I'm walking. I'm like, my foot kind of hurts, but I'm like, eh, I stubbed my toe last night. No big deal. Right. 
Sunday, I get up to come here to uh, run Sunday morning coming down, go to get out of bed and nearly fall over because I can't put any weight on my right foot. Mm. Ow. So that was fun. Mm. Uh, Sunday afternoon, I go to the walk-in clinic, wait with all the flu people for the better part of two hours before getting called back. Yeah, flu people. It's flu season. Mm. you believe that? Mm -hmm. I had to sit with all those sick people. So I finally get called back and they x-ray my foot. And then the doctor goes, well, it looks like we've got a little fracture here on the fifth metatarsal. And I'm like, oh boy, sounds bad. So she put a splint on my foot and told me to walk on crutches. Yeah. So I didn't make it worse. So I'm on crutches for the rest of the day Sunday. And then I spent the whole rest of my evening on the couch and didn't even get to sleep in my bed because it's upstairs. So then, yesterday, yeah. I get a call from the referral department from the clinic, and they're like, oh, well, we've set you up with an appointment for Friday morning with the orthopedist. I'm like, I can't wait that long. So they were like, all right, well, you can try the walk-in uh, orthopedist. So I tried them, got in really quickly. Yeah. Uh, the doctor takes my splint off, looks at the x-ray, and goes, I'm not seeing a fracture here. And I'm like, what are you talking about? He goes, there's really nothing here. I'm like, well, what about that? That's what the doctor said was the fracture. And he goes, that's just where your other bone ends and this bone begins. Oh, we have a difference of opinion here. So I'm like, what? He goes, yeah, try and walk on your foot now. So after a day and a half on crutches, I uh, step down from the bed that I'm sitting on in the doctor's office, put my left foot down first because that's a healthy foot, put my right foot down. Mm -hmm. I'm like. I'll be damned. I'm healed. <laughs> Stop it. It wasn't broken after all. It was like Grandpa Joe and Willy Wonka. Here's the deal. But has to be the best possible outcome That's in that situation. So he weak. goes to the doctor. Best possible outcome. And he's nothing but angry. I'm about mad it. at how long I had to spend walking around. Because now crutches. you're thinking it's a waste of time. You wasted yes. all this time that mm-hmm. you could have been doing something else. I spent all day Sunday in the clinic and then on the couch and then all day yesterday driving around to get to the other clinic Damn. for them to tell me, oh, no, you're fine. You can walk. It's just bruised really badly. But do you have an obligation to go back to the first doctor and say, hey, not for nothing, bub. You can't read an x-ray. Give me my money back. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I should. Yeah, or could I don't I know how the medical field well, they works. Say, well, what do you want me to do about That's it? How they you get know, you. And what, do, what do you want me to do about it? Like, That's another your seventy five dollar bill. Then, then they're gonna pull. Well, is your foot not feeling better than it did when you came in here on Sunday? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, look at the bright side. You have a really cool cane. Did it you get any painkillers before uh, you got the second opinion? Would you believe it? No, they wouldn't give me any. Yeah, they're real strict they're on like, that now. They're like, ah, take uh, ibuprofen for the inflammation. I'm like, I got a broken foot. You just told me you had a broken foot. Yeah, yep. and they don't give out narcotics at some of these walking really a broken clinics. foot, though. One bone. I mean, That'll one, hurt, it's though. It'll I know, but is it a broken... I mean, yeah, foot. No, is it's it a broken... It's not a toe. Is it a broken foot? It's on the side it's of your foot. It's a broken foot. metatarsal. That's what they said. That's fine. But when you say, I got a broken foot... Well, well, does that mean the whole foot has to, to be, be fair? It I was... don't know whether it needs more than one bone. Let's just general, just generally speaking, yeah. the 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 term "broken foot" to me, it's like, oh man, it just got crushed. I mean, it just really got, yeah, you just know, thing in one bone. One bone, it counts, but, but if it... it's in the toe, it's not a broken it's foot. Not it's a broken right toe, right? Right. But if if I've but if it's south or, you know, behind the toe, that's a broken foot. Yeah, it's a foot. It's a broken foot. It's a broken yeah. foot. I don't know if it's a broken foot. It's a bone. I understand. You think it's broken when it really not broke. But even if, you know, one, that one bone, did you have to. Broken. I'm just saying. 
Don't you think you have to have more than one bone to have a broken foot? Otherwise, it's just a broken. I got a broken bone in my foot. Would that have yeah. been better? Yes. Oh. Well, excuse is me. Is that me or who? What's... Dick Van Dyke. Dick Van Dyke. Dyke. I get it. Tripping okay. right. over uh, the yeah. Ottoman okay. thing, too. Yeah. Pink man. So, Except he didn't. He just stubbed his toe. Also, what's <laughs> aggravating, looking Jeez. ahead, is had I not gone out of my way to go to the walk-in ha, clinic yesterday, mm-hmm. I would have been on crutches until Friday just for them to tell me my foot wasn't broken. You wouldn't have tried to step down? That's a good rest. You can't step on it when it's in a splint like that. Oh. And then you don't take it off because you don't want your whole foot to fall apart. Oh, my goodness. Fall apart? Yeah. Boy, you you are, are, it was a good know. rest. Your foot. All right, my, the foot real question: Why do you keep stubbing your toe on this? I'm a very clumsy person. I come by it genetically. Any idea? Maybe moving it mm. so, so you have a clearer path? pathway. Yeah. I'm not in charge when do of you, furniture arrangement. Maybe better lighting. You can't even move a piece of furniture. You have to get permission from somebody. Mm-hmm. No, it's not a couch that you're moving. Yeah, no, or a TV it's, console. It's the ottoman for the couch, so I don't want to not be able to rest my feet. But when you get up to go to the kitchen, bam, you stub it. How many times have you done this? Oh, Pinkman. Uh, too many to count. Kitchen table, coffee table, ottoman. He's always his big People feet usually stuff. learn their, yeah. their, well, their lesson after you know, you, a few times you of stubbing your toe so. on something. How do you respond? Uh, ow. Swear. Do you swear? Do you do swear? A lot of stuff you can't say on the air. No. Is that SOB? So you use uh, the Lord's uh, name in vain? Yeah. I wouldn't dare use the Lord's name in vain. All right, just ask him. I know. If I do, when I drop that, that's when I really just. And you know it's I hit a new business. level. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I do want to know about this cane. That is a really rad cane. Pretty cool, right? Where did you get that? My roommate works at a clinic, and a I store. guess some old person <laughs> left it there, and it's got a cool Jaguar on it. As a handle, and then it's got bling, and you open it up, and you can keep gumballs yeah, in there. sword in it? Not yet. I'm feeling but... kind of bad for the person who's going to go back and realize they left their, Thank their, you. their fancy cane at the walk-in place, and they're going to go back, and they've given it to you. Maybe they were healed, too. Or him. So oh. I want to get into the uh, into the Aziz Ansari story somewhere along the line. I find it fascinating because a lot of people are saying, because it falls into the Me Too campaign. Maybe we can get into that as the afternoon yeah. wears on. Stop yeah. bringing wildlife home. Uh, we have this uh, terrible story of this uh, young man who died of uh, a boy who d- died of rabies. His father, working a construction site, brought a bat home. I guess it was injured, so the dad, you know, brings it home because they're going to try to rehab it, yeah. nurse it back to health. And uh, the mother, I think, as the story goes, had decided it's time to get rid of the bat. She just woke up and said, "I got to get rid of this bat. It's not good to have this bat." And the boy accompanied the mother and stuck his hand in the bucket and got oh. cut, apparently, I guess, by the bat and uh, and developed uh, rabies, the infection. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had to medically induce a coma, and he he died from uh, from from rabies. And uh, the dad brought it home. How what? How guilt racked is he? Sure, of course. Yeah, he put it in a bucket where he helped nurse it over the next few days, the middle of the night. Mom says she. I've had it. You need to get out there yeah. and get rid of that bat. Right. And the boy's one of those boys, you know, loves collecting lizards and, you know, go into the woods and, you know, do that right. kind of stuff. So he had no problem, I suppose, with 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 the bat. And the bat scratched him. He uh, contracted or uh, rabies. That's right. And uh, and and died. And this is, I think, the only second person in the nation in the past year who's died from a rabies infection. What I'm trying to say is, just don't bring the stuff home. You know, 
the raccoons and the and the bats and the you know anything squirrels that can and, that can yeah. I don't know if squirrels carry rabies. I don't think squirrels are known for rabies, but raccoons are, dogs are. Um, I think squirrels because they they would talk about the fact that if it was erratically running, you know, or whatever, it's probably an infected squirrel. I think squirrels get it. I don't know if they. I don't think. Yeah, but I don't think squirrels are. Raccoon, yeah. bat, fox, coyote, cat, cattle. Yeah, cat, I don't cattle. know. I don't, I don't, I'm not. I'm not sure about squirrels. We can check that. But but wildlife. Just leave it alone. That's why they call it mm-hmm. wild life. Okay, just leave it alone. All leave right, it just leave it alone. Go out there, take a photograph, whatever <laughs> oh, you want. You know, the deer come to your property. Just leave. You know, leave that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Just leave it alone. All right. Mm-hmm. Don't bring and bats. Don't bring bats home. Oi. I know. Especially a bat that's probably on the ground flopping around because bats don't go to the ground and flop around. They're sick. And you got to say, yeah. bat on the ground, sick. Rabies. Keep away. Uh, raccoon, you know, spinning around and walking like a, uh, uh, walking like a drunk sailor. Rabid. Don't me- just don't mess around with them. I'm ugh, just, you know, mm. just saying. Just, well, I'm, I'm just saying. saying. Yeah, I'm asking. Just have you're asking for you're asking for trouble. That's all you're doing. All right, let me take a little break. Mo's got the news next, and a lot of other things going on. Don't forget that bonus round of closest to the pin at the top of the hour. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. iHeart Radio is the easy to use app for music and radio. Download the free iHeart Radio app today. Time for the news. Here's Mo. Jim, the news brought to you today by McDonald's. I'm loving it. Bundle up. Button up that overcoat. Central Florida could join much of the East Coast and Midwest in feeling freezing temperatures later this week. Wow. Uh, Today, lovely. Mostly sunny. Everything's good. Tomorrow, not so nice. Temperatures projected to plunge into the 30s. Across Central Florida, Damn. conditions are coldest in Lake and Volusia County, uh, Volusia County tomorrow, with lows projected at or below freezing. Oh, and God. wind chill, Jim, the feels like temperature, as they say, will make it feel even colder than 32. Got to protect the fern industry. Oh, that's big in Volusia County. In Volusia and Lake, what do they have over there? I don't know, ferns. but I think Volusia's. I think Volusia's like the fern uh-huh. capital of the world. Huge money maker. And ferns? Mm-hmm. I think it is in Volusia. was the fern capital. No, Popka's more... Potato capital. Ornamentals. Oh, 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 oh. Well, I didn't Or shrub- shrubbery. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. So it'll be cold Wednesday, Thursday. By Friday, warming trend. We're going back to oh, normal-ish God. weather. But people get a little freaked out. In my house, we have a theory. It's the Darwinian theory of agriculture. Survival of the fittest, we say. And we are not covering up stuff. Uh, we are not... Putting out space heaters for the the plants and the trees. No reason to. You need a hard freeze for several days before you do that. And then the fruit on the trees outside is even sweeter. So there you go. Uh, Yeah, they do say there might even be a light dusting of snow in some areas. Uh, Rain, sleet, possibly light dusting of snow in the panhandle. And inching down toward Ocala, same thing. 
So it's going to be a doozy. Uh, SpaceX Jim is expected to try once again this afternoon to test fire the engines on what it calls <coughs> the world's most powerful rocket. The static fire test of the Falcon Heavy was originally scheduled for last week, then yesterday. Now it's today at the Kennedy Space Center. It's been postponed a bunch of times. But the SpaceX company says this Falcon Heavy boasts 5 million pounds of thrust and is capable of carrying more than 140,000 pounds of cargo. Great name for a band, Falcon Heavy. Falcon Heavy. Oh, yeah. That is awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do like it. Put your hands together, everybody, from Orlando. Falcon Heavy. Oh, Falcon Heavy. SpaceX has been aiming for a demonstration launch sometime around the end of this month. This is simply a, uh, what do you call it, a static. What would the name of the album be? Like, Launches Delayed. 5,000 pounds of thrust. I think that's awesome. Great White Shark Savannah is lurking off South Florida's coast. It's 8 foot 6, 460 pound female, about a mile off of Miami-Dade's coastline. Uh, I guess she was first located in Hilton Head, Savannah area, hence the name Savannah, and has since traveled over 3,500 miles. She went all the way up to Nova Scotia when they oh, found yeah. her at Hilton Head. Man, get ready went, for the uh, subtle uh, migration of fingerling mullet. And now she came back to Florida. <laughs> True. The most recent I signal, because she's a tagged animal yeah. and a tagged uh, whale. Smaller fish start heading south. Bigger fish yeah. go after them, and she's just sitting, she's waiting. Waiting. Uh-huh. Uh, wait. This, um, that great- mackerel comes by. <laughs> Oh, that's There's a good breakfast. day. Hey, that's mm-hmm. breakfast. You know, leave her alone. Uh, the well, last time they got a said that's signal. what she thought. Don't bother. And... No, don't mess with her. They signal the thing started beeping on Sunday night about 1030 when she was out in the Atlantic a mile off of Hallover Park on Miami-Dade Beachfront between Bal Harbor and Sunny Isle. Yeah, but 163rd. Correct. My grandmother used to live right there in Bal I used to go over there all the time yeah. before I went to Hollywood to pick up my girlfriend. That's where Savannah the Great White Shark <laughs> last pinged in her with her... Um, you know, implanted signal tag thing. Uh, now, uh, you know, and she had been coming down from Port St. Lucie. Now she's down in Hollow. So, mm. uh, yeah, they they actually, I thought they attached it to the body of this thing, but they actually attach it to the dorsal fin, the large upright fin on its back. Every time she breaks the surface of the water, the tag sends a signal back home. Don't they delay the signal or don't they announce, uh, delay the announcement of a signal yes. because Probably. they don't want any goofball Stop who thinks it. they're the right. great white shark hunter to go out there? Right. It used Cut to be out. real time, and then mm-hmm. when they found out they were attracting unwanted attention yeah. to the locations Good. of these sharks, they yeah. delay them by a day or two. When well, you kill one of those sharks, you're... you're In big trouble. Yeah, you're the big yeah. goat. You'd be the mm-hmm. jug. Yeah, you'd have to move. Yeah, jerk. Really? Hmm. Oh, boy, yeah. Look remember at those guys, those three guys that were dragging that shark behind the boat? Remember how that made that news about three or four months ago? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. They pleaded not guilty. They did? Look at that. Baby. I think it's just a tactical move. Yeah. That's what you do. I'm looking at the map for Savannah, the Great White, and according to the map, she's in Miami proper. Like, oh, On that's... land. Miami what? proper. Yeah. But the right circle they use for is kind of big. Yeah. yeah. Right up on the beach. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Interesting. What about Catherine the shark, the unofficial great white shark of the Phillips file? Checking Catherine next. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. A Central Florida Congressman Jim is under fire for his advice to Hurricane Maria evacuees from Puerto Rico. What do you say? Uh, I know you know the name. He's a Democrat, a congressman, Darren Soto. Yeah. Uh, He was speaking at a meeting down in Kissimmee, and somebody was, you know, surreptitiously uh, making a video of him on their phone. Uh, and th- he suggested that these Puerto Rican evacuees tell people they're staying here, whether they plan to or not, so they can get 
medical benefits. I would imagine most Puerto Rican evacuees have no idea what they're going to do. They're just here. Well, that's right. They're just here. They don't know if they're, maybe they have a dream they want to go. They don't know. They're just trying to get settled. But Darren Soto got in trouble for saying that. He issued Mm, a statement afterwards saying that his intent was to encourage them to err on the side of caution and declare their intent to stay if they're in doubt about their future plans. Just say you're staying so you can get your kids some medical care. It's a, yeah. Okay. But now the guy who filed the video... Guess with, what, Bob? You do the yeah. same damn thing if you had kids that needed medical care. You do uh, whatever you have to make sure. Just say you're staying. Okay. And, yeah. Back Carolina. off a little bit. North Carolina, Catherine the shark? What? But way, way oh, offshore of North Carolina. Oh, way, way. Way. Like Bermuda-ish? Way. More like Africa. But Well, that's way She's closer to Africa than she is to the no, mainland? No, she's closer to, oh. to New England and the east coast of the United States. She'll be heading down this way. This year's deadly flu season continues to claim lives across the country, Ugh. and it has set records in central Florida. A doctor it. with CentraCare and the staff says they Broken have treated foot. a never-before-seen number of patients in the Orlando area. Yeah. Doctors treated almost 1,000 people last week. You don't want it. Now do you get a flu shot? No. Yeah. Isn't it too late? Mm-hmm. No, it's not too late. It's not too late to get a flu shot. You late. can't get the flu. Number one. You can't get the flu from the flu shot. It's never too late. It takes a while for it to kick in, but this thing they believe, this strain of flu, to some degree, will be around quite possibly till May. Oh, God. Mm. Now, you get a flu shot. That doesn't prevent you, necessarily prevent you from getting the flu, but they say it could lessen Mm -hmm. the severity of it. Yeah. You know, it's not going to hurt you to get a shot. I miss Catherine. Mm -hmm. What's she doing all the way out? Have you gotten the flu shot? No. no, no. I should have gotten it when I was. Uh, you can getting get it. My- yeah, you're probably a carrier now, nah. and you don't know it. Yeah, way to go. Yeah, you were in there sitting around with all those other carriers, and uh, you know they have this their aerosol of uh, of flu, oh, and they're sneezing that they all spew over. Out, and because uh, aerosol is mm-hmm. smaller than a droplet, but anyway, it doesn't matter. I said, and you probably picked that. You're going to be sick in about two or three days. No, I said, right for the weekend. I sat in the well room. Oh, <laughs> yeah. well, they have a well Good room. Good luck. Yeah. Well, they say it's really bad Then if bad we get news. sick, we know who we can blame yeah. it on. Let me take a little break. More news with Mo upcoming. The uh, bonus round of Closest to the Pin is about 31 minutes away. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Closest to the Pin at the top of the hour. Back to the news. Here's Mo. It, boy, I don't sound so excited. I it, just want to see if I can lower my voice Mo. a little bit more. A Miami Mo. Air. Mo. I don't know what my natural singing voice is. I would uh, imagine it's probably a baritone. Yeah. I don't think it's a bass. To sing? No, yeah, no, I don't think I could sing that low. Uh-huh. You could be in a barbershop quartet, but you'd like probably a, be a baritone. Yeah, except I can't carry a note. Well, well, I've never I thought about, you know, I, I, I was singing. Lessons. No, I wasn't. I was just, I, I thought about making an appointment with a singing coach. Just say, where am I? You know, what's, oh, what's, what's, what's my, what's my or, range? Oh, what, if I were to sing, what would be, what's, give me, give me an idea here what's going on. Mm-hmm. A Miami area congressman, Jim, who was in the room. <laughs> Just ask him. A Miami area congressman who was in the room when President Trump reportedly made vulgar comments about certain countries will not now confirm or deny what was said. He's a Republican, Mario Diaz Balart. He told uh, a newspaper down there that he's not adding fuel to the fire and he's saying nothing. Diaz Balart says he believes an immigration deal that would include an extension of DACA, which allows childhood kids to. Uh, remain in this country is still possible. How about but, a clean bill on DACA, nah, all right? They can't do yeah, you know what the re- you know the requirements to be mm-hmm. part of DACA. Mm-hmm. Oh, you have to. I mean, you're you have to. I mean, 
uh, arrest free. You have to have a, I think, a certain you know attendance at school and grades, mm-hmm. and it's not easy. This is hard work to be one of the eight hundred thousand DACA children. Right. You see that story about oh, the that made me cry. guy in Detroit? Yeah. Been here for th- more than three decades, brought here to the United States by his parents who entered the country illegally. He was 10 years old at the time. He's been a responsible businessman, paid his taxes, raised a family, done everything right, never arrested. Mm-hmm. And the uh, ICE people, the Bye-bye. immigration and, uh, and uh, customs or whatever they are, uh, picked him up and sent him back to Mexico. There's footage he's at the airport he's saying goodbye to his family we're better than this i'm sorry i mean we can we can get this figured out without breaking up a family the trumpster jim is back at the white house but not before hundreds of haitian americans gathered to protest near his mar-a-lago estate in palm beach they were really upset over the president's reportedly making disparaging remarks about Haiti, El Salvador, and African nations with curse words at an immigration meeting, of course. Uh, the protesters occasionally clashed with Trump supporters as the presidential motorcade drove by on the way to the Palm Beach airport. Senator Dick Durbin was at that meeting and confirms the president's yeah. reported remarks. But I'm Trump, not a racist, but... Yeah, whenever they say but, mm-mm. As soon as they say that but, as soon as they say I'm not a racist, you're going, okay, here we go. This ought to be good. And somebody stole my line. It was reminiscent of, I am not a crook. I am not a racist. He sounded just like uh, Richard Nixon with the, I am not a racist kind of remark. Yeah, but he didn't do it that way. Yeah, so it's he Nixon's line, he not didn't yours. Change, he didn't change his voice, did he? To sound like Nixon? I mean, just Trump did, I'm not a crook. I don't think he did the, that jowl thing, but no. Um, <laughs> the group. Henry. Of, I know last year there were. There's some, more bums for life, <laughs> The group group that used undercover video to expose abuses of cattle at dairy farms down in Okeechobee last year has a new target this year. The Animal Recovery Mission released new video today with this time it's chickens and egg farms down in Lake Wales, Florida. Bring out the tofu. The hens were allegedly kept Mm -hmm. in overcrowded cages. I tell you, I see these things on uh, Facebook where they show, I mean, there's one that... Pigs, cows, chickens. I can't watch. Yeah. No, the one where the school bus arrives and the chicken runs down the road to greet the kid coming off the school oh, bus. That's cute. There's though. one. There's one with a turkey. There's another one where the where a big cow and he's, the yeah. kid's just laying Aww. there and the cow puts his head down and I'm going. Give me. <gasps> I don't care about the man boobs. Bring the tofu. Oh, oh bring please. It. I have edamame in my lunchbox. Would you like some of that? Again, you, know, you just watch that. And I said, yeah. I, you know, you got the pig, you know, kissing up to the kid. And it's, it's cute, like, right? oh, my They're... God almighty. The yeah. chickens, though. Now the chickens. chickens are running all over the place. Now chickens are being abused, and they have undercover video to prove it. I don't believe it. They do. That, it's, right, it's, a, it's right there, like the nose on your face, plain and simple. Right there. Your nose is a chicken video. No. Oh. All right, move along, shall we? What's being good? <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're being squeezed into these cages, and it's not nice what's happening. They're being trampled by each other and all that. Ah. What's billed as one day of powerful talks on UFOs, aliens, metaphysics, and paranormal activities is coming to Fort Myers, Florida. The UFO and Paranormal Conference will take place at the end of February in Fort Myers. Among scheduled guest speakers is the guy from the sci-fi TV series Ghost Hunter International, Rob Demarest. The event is organized by a group behind last summer's SpaceCon comic book and sci-fi convention. And I'm, I'm saving this story for Fritz later because I know he's into UFOs and all that paranormal jazz. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Isn't he? Right? He's oh, the, yeah. He likes seeing UFOs and whatnot. So maybe I don't he, know if he likes it so much as he's, he's fascinated by concerned it. by mm-hmm. it. Yeah, he's, mm-hmm. yeah, he has an interest. 
Yeah. Oh, yes. Um, Which amazed me, that story that broke a few weeks ago about the they released the video of the UFO by the Navy pilots or the Air Force pilots. And for the most part, we just, eh, ho-hum. Yeah. It's just a ho-hum. Former White House chief strategist Steve Bannon is being subpoenaed to testify in the Russia investigation. According I bet to- he loses five pounds. Why? Because he's going to sweat it out. This is not, uh, you know, this is when you go, you know, I don't know if anybody, if you know to where you go into a grand jury, mm. you face a grand jury. You're in there all by yourself. No lawyer. You don't have your lawyer. No. Can't have members of your family. No. There's no sycophant or lickspittle, you know, or <laughs> brown noser in there uh-huh. with you to help yeah. you along. It's just you. It's you and the prosecutors. It's you and the members of the grand jury. Jim. And they make you sweat. The New York Times is reporting Bannon was subpoenaed last week to testify before <laughs> this grand jury regarding yeah. possible links between President Trump's associates and Russia. According to what the Times describes as a person with direct knowledge of the matter, Mueller will allow the former White House strategist to forego a grand jury appearance if he agrees to be questioned by the special <laughs> counsel's investigators. In yeah, you might want to think about taking off a few of those three coats you usually wear. He does have several shirts on. That's true. What is that all about? I don't know. It's a look. I mean, he is a slob. Uh, well, he's called Sloppy Steve, you know. Well, he's called Sloppy Steve by you-know-who, but he is a slob. Mm-hmm. I mean, he just looks like the town drunk. Oh, boy. Yeah, one of the congressmen called him that. It made me laugh out loud. New information is coming out about those 13 kids, children, some of them now adults, found malnourished and chained to their beds Horrid. in Southern California. The sheriff's officials out there said today the family lived in the home for about three years in deplorable conditions. The parents are being held on $9 million bail. All the children are being checked out by doctors. So investigators will really know the extent of the torture they endured and are also being slowly reintroduced to food. I think you can tell. I mean, any father that has a haircut like that, you should investigate them. He was, was pretty bad. he was an engineer with Northrop Grumman or something. Is it a wig or is it hair? No, that's that was hair. his hair. That's his hair. Yeah, it you have either... a Prince Valiant cut like that in yeah. this day and age? Mm-hmm. You're under investigation, bub. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. That's the way I roll. We're just a couple of days from a government shutdown, <laughs> uh, Jim. That would happen on Friday at midnight. If you they see don't... his hair? I, no. Have you it... seen his hair? No. Does it look take like... Take a look at his mugshot. Mo Howard? And what tell me that like... somebody like that, just take a look at him say, no, it's Prince Valiant. It's a Prince oh, Valiant that... cut. Oh. Long I think in the that's back what they call and, it. Yeah, kind of curled on. Yeah, with the bangs. It looks like it had been a horse with a lance. <laughs> he was an engineer with Northrop Grumman or something. I don't something. care what he was. But, I mean, I don't know. Is it an engineer-looking haircut? I yeah. know. Uh, well. Now, it looks like I live in the woods kind of haircut. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah but it's 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 not unruly. No. looks like he goes in there. Does he he says, like, it? cut it this way and sure. cut it that way and make it neat. Yeah. But it's like, Ooh. I see. No, that's where I think the mistake is. It doesn't look like he goes into anywhere no, except maybe the kitchen yeah, that's or right. the bathroom. Yeah, you yeah. look like June Allison. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's a real stretch, Jim, but maybe some uh, people got it. No, boy. Uh, Congress is may be able to avoid a government shutdown on Friday at midnight. Uh, but they'll have to pass yet another short-term extension, basically kicking the can down the road for a week or two. I got news for you. Uh, what? If the government shuts down... Friday night, yeah. The Republicans will be blamed for it. Well, Doesn't matter how it happens. Okay. Republicans will be blamed for it, generally, mm-hmm. because they have the White House, they have the Senate, they have the House of Representatives, and the American people would say, with all that power, you couldn't keep government open? They will be blamed no matter what happens or what the catalyst is. They will be blamed for a shutdown. That's political science. This weekend, this past weekend, Jim, Hawaii was in a panic for about 38 minutes while they got reports on their phones and televisions and stuff. Well, it turns out. Nice, Chucky had that story last week. I know. 
until the weekend. He couldn't have had it last week. But see how good he is? I see. It's pretty impressive. Now, somebody did the same thing in Japan today. What? Tonight. Well, it's tonight there already. So today, a Japanese broadcaster says, I'm very sorry for a false alert that said North Korea launched a missile. <laughs> The incident Oops. happened just days after yeah. the Hawaii thing, so everybody's on edge anyway. The false message was sent in Japanese before 7 o'clock Tuesday. That's yeah, today. Yeah, of course. That's even worse there, because how many minutes away? You yeah, know, Hawaii is, what, 38 minutes? What's Japan? 10? Ten? Not, not Five? that much. The it's false... going to be a boy who cried wolf syndrome we have here. The false absolutely message, correct. Uh, the false message. What difference was... does it make anyway? Yes. Yeah, what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah. The uh, false message in Japanese was sent out shortly before 7 o'clock and went out across... Uh, the public broadcaster's Japanese apps and website. They corrected the misinformation a few minutes later. They blamed a switching error. We're under nuclear attack. I really, I'd I'd like to have maybe five grams of cocaine stored someplace and some LSD. Just do it. That's just it. And just, mm -hmm. and countdown. We have the audio of the false message in Japan. What did it say? Oh, well, no wonder they were freaking out. What if you ingest all of that cocaine and LSD and then they're like, oh, Oh, sorry, sorry, false alarm. Oh, no. Do you ride that wave? Or do I don't you think you have any choice. Try to get to the hospital. <laughs> yeah, get your stomach pump, maybe. I don't know. New York's JFK Airport Watch is... out of the 60s. I can handle this. Okay. Good. <laughs> oh, boy. JFK Airport, Jim, is still dealing with hundreds of unaccounted for baggage. Uh, this follows the post-blizzard nightmare at the airport earlier this month when thousands of suitcases were piled up outside a water pipe when it burst inside the terminal. Mm. Uh, they are now calling on the Transportation Department to work with that JFK Airport in New York City. To improve communication to prevent future travel chaos. Mm. Uh huh. Eric Clapton is confessing shame, personal shame, over racist remarks that he made in the past that he blames on either being drunk or high on drugs. He took the opportunity to revisit that bad behavior and his bad words during a question and answer session after a London screening of his new documentary. The name of that is Eric Clapton, colon, Life in 12 Bars. Getting ahead of it, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He addressed the infamous racial outburst. Oh, was that, that he, 10 he, years ago? Oh, no, no. Oh, oh, no, no, no. 42 years ago. Oh, all right, okay. I in mean, 1976 at a concert in Birmingham. 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 Coach yeah, Birmingham. Birmingham. In which he warned that Britain was becoming a black colony and said England is for white people. This is what year? 76. Yeah. You know. Eric Clapton now says he's ashamed of who he was back then, noting that, you know, he... He did have. Shouldn't it be ashamed of who you I, are? You can be ashamed of well, things back, that you back said. Then, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because there are a lot of things that we said when we were young people because we we're just stupid yeah. and non enlightened and weren't mature that we said in this particular case. He said them publicly. Right. And uh, yeah, get ahead of it. Well, but then. Clapton's God. His excuse was, uh, you know, when he said, I'm ashamed Thank of who. You. He says he was ashamed of who he was. But then he noted that a lot of his friends are black. He dated a black woman back then, and he championed black music. So we're supposed right, to give him a pass. Yeah, don't get That's too far I, in the weeds about I mean? uh, you know rationalizing oh, this. Just boy. say I'm sorry. You know, I'm I'm a better man. I'm more mature. Hopefully, mm-hmm. I'm more I'm smarter about this kind of stuff. That's it. You don't have to say. You oh, know, I had black some friends. of my best oh, friends. Yeah, he did sort of that. Yeah. The 28. I'm not a racist. Uh, I am not a crook. <laughs> The 2018 NAACP Image Awards are all done in the books, completely finished. The 49th annual ceremony took place on Martin Luther King Day in Pasadena. The award honors people of color in literature and entertainment and people who 
use creative endeavors to promote social justice. Yeah, who won? Uh, let's see. Entertainer of the Year was Ava DuVernay. Who's that? Mm. Nah, I don't know. Tracy Ellis Ross walked away with Outstanding Actress nice. for Blackish. Uh, Girls Trip was named Outstanding Motion Picture. Now, that is one that I saw. And that now, was get out of here. That was funny. I saw. I very I see very. I'm few not movies. saying it wasn't funny, but the best motion movie? picture with, featuring black women. It was awesome. Yeah, non televised awards included Joe Morton from Scandal. I mean, from, is there a category best movie with black women or just movie featuring a black actor? Because that Get Out that'll oh, be sure. nominated for an Academy Award for best picture. Caleb McCall. Ma- just Ma- saying. Caleb mm-hmm. McLaughlin uh, from Netflix's Stranger Things won for outstanding performance by a youth. Bet you a dollar oh, that Get Out is nominated as uh, one of the best pictures of the past. Year. And for no some deal. for some yeah. reason they Come gave uh, Kendrick <laughs> on. they gave Kendrick Lamar and Bruno Mars both uh, three awards each. Jordan Peele did win uh, for outstanding director for Get Out. So he did win for for the NAACP Image Awards. Wait, Get Out mean? is better than that Jordan Queen Latifah movie. What do you mean for what Last Holiday? That's a good movie. Which mm-hmm. one? Last what? Holiday, what where it? she thinks she has cancer and uh, then goes on a nice trip. I don't know what that means. After a false X-ray, I identify with it very well. Oh, false X-ray. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Conan O'Brien, Jim is taking his talk show to Haiti. The decision to film an episode of the Conan program on TBS comes after President Trump reportedly made disparaging remarks about Haiti and other foreign nations. He did the same thing in Cuba. Was it in Cuba? Yeah, I went to Cuba. It was a good show. The late night host tweeted that he'd be headed to Haiti this week, still reeling from President Trump's very negative Yelp review. He beheaded two Hades? Yes, you said beheaded. Oh. Uh, He will be headed. He beheaded two Haitians. What did you say? He beheaded? Mm -mm. Is that for ratings? He would be headed to the Mm -mm. island this week. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Uh, here's the sentence one more time. See if you can follow along. What did he do in there? <laughs> what like he a be doing? machete or a guillotine? No, no, not beheaded. He will. You said he will be headed. He will be headed to the island nation this week. Be headed to that. He will go to. Okay, I'll just use easy words for you instead of headed to the island nation. He will. He will be traveling to the island nation this week. How's that for you? With his team of cannibals. No. No. That isn't it. Team of cannibals. I don't mm-hmm. know. Fine young they're cannibals. They're going to be head people. Jack no. thinks only cannibals be head people. No, but they're one group who does. Are you calling Henry the Eighth? I had a friend in junior high school no. that had a shrunken head. A real one? Yes. Uh, really? Yeah. Whose His father brought it? it back from World War II. Ooh. Oh, God. Spooky. No I way. bet it was cursed. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's creepy. Yeah, that is creepy. Uh, it was creepy. Uh, uh, Ford Company has a Ford Motor Company has announced a limited edition 2019 Bullet Mustang. It's fast, it's bad, and it pays tribute to the Mustang Steve McQueen drove in the 1968 movie Bullet. McQueen tried to buy back that uh, Mustang. Couldn't this do special it. model Bullet. rolls out this summer with a five liter V8 engine. Sharp looking. 475 yeah. horses under the hood, Jim. It tops out at 163 miles an hour. One of the great uh, car chases in movie history. Now, unlike other Mustangs, see this the movie more. Which? Bullet. I don't. I, I might have. I don't remember it. I don't remember it. Matter of fact, it was Steve McQueen because the detective who was in charge of the Zodiac trying to track down the Zodiac killer in California. Yes. At the time, and Steve McQueen was in the station house and saw that detective with his shoulder holster, mm-hmm. and McQueen said, "I want one of those. I want. I want to yeah, wear one of those oh. in Bullet." And he did. Just a little bit of movie trivia for you. That's all I'm saying. This Points. is a, a third generation. Good movie. Still a good uh, movie. This is a third generation of one of these cars, the 68 Mustang. This fastback lacks, has no stripes, 
has no spoilers. It has no badges. It's just plain, like the original. It how has, much? I don't know how much. I know it goes. What do you think? Hundred thousand? Oh God! No, 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 more no, no, than no, that. Is it more than that? No, 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 no. I would go for how many 000. limited edition? It's how a, many? I don't, it doesn't say. It just says it rolls out this summer. It's a limited edition 2019 Bullet Mustang, and it's got no stripes, Sweet. spoilers, or badges. You can't get one. Oh. Pinkman, you don't know how to drive a stick shit. <laughs> yeah, huh? oh, I can learn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you're not going to learn in, in in my Mustang. No, strip all the gears. Yeah, please, the transmission will fall right out. Oh, God I'll just drive Jack's Mustang. No deal. And he'll ruin the clutch. You know, he'll be riding that clutch. Oh, be riding the clutch and breaking oh, teeth off the gears. Terrible. Oh my God. Nope, can't ride mine either, Pinkman. Sorry. No, sorry. Oh. YouTuber Logan Paul is hoping to bounce back from the backlash he received after posting a video of a suicide victim. This 22-year-old oh. told TMZ yesterday. He thinks he's been treated fairly after being cut from the YouTube series and a major ad program mm-hmm. over the footage that he posted. Do the mea culpa. Of a guy hanging from Japan's yeah. suicide forest. Do as much as you can, man. And he basically said everyone deserves a second chance, All including right. him. Let's move on to some birthdays. Mo's probably got some more news. We'll get to it uh, sometime this afternoon, I promise. Uh, I got video of the new Mustang on our website, realradio.fm. Sweet. Does it look nice? Oh, it's so gorgeous. Uh, 163 miles. I'll take it. What? I'll take two. Mm. One for pink. What was the other car in that chase? A GTO? Oh, GTO. Mm, Yeah. Is it a black GTO? Never saw the movie. You've never seen Bullet? Nope. Me neither. Uh, Okay. You don't know what to... Yeah. Happy, happy birthday today, Jim, to Lynn Manuel Miranda. He is uh, 36. 34? Not even close. 35. 35. Ah, Jim, you should have gone the, well, the other way. Uh, 38. You get oh, the point. Damn okay, you. I'll take it. You should have gone the nah, other way. It doesn't matter. Take a half a point. Oh, speaking of cars, how about James May from Top Gear? Which one is that? Mm. British one. Yeah, they're all British. <laughs> the small one or the tall one? Yes. Yes. <laughs> the one with the bad teeth. No, no, I don't think it's a... Or is he the middle one oh, with the God. Larry Fine haircut? Yeah, I think that's actually... That's know. James May? I think so. He's the one in the middle. Mm-hmm. He is now 52. 54? Damn it. 53? Pinkman, 55. Oh. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, See, whatever. I used to love that show. And then... mm-hmm. Yeah, you made us all watch it. I got addicted to it. And then I you said, I don't it. like that anymore. I didn't like it because uh, the smart tall ass, the tall one, yeah. Clarkson. You know, gets his uh, kicks by disparaging people yeah, he because of their him. race. And it's like, I don't have any time for the you. The final birthday it's today is uh, the quarterback for the Baltimore <laughs> Ravens, Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco. Who's up? Pinky. Uh, oh, he Joe is. Flacco, uh, he won a Super Bowl. Yeah, he sure did. Uh, Thirty-six. Damn it. Mm, I don't know. I have forty. Mm, I don't know. Thirty-eight. Oh wait, that's too high. Pinkman, thirty-three. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, it's okay. way too high. Sorry. Yeah, this stupid game uh, takes all the thinking out of it for me. <laughs> and that's the lie, Todd. Just call me Moira. We're gonna open up the lines, Mr. Pinkman. We'll pick one of you at random. You will play against him in a bonus round of closest to the pin to see if you will have good fortune for the rest of your life. Upcoming on Real Radio one hundred four point one. Your next chance to win one thousand dollars is just minutes away on Real Radio one hundred four point one from the. And now, The Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! 
It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody, we're all going to get late. It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right. You've got that right. The game is closest to the pin. Let's go while we're young. And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips. That's right. Scott's on the line, ready to play against Pinkman in this bonus round of closest to the pin. Scott wants to win that You Matter business card that guarantees him good fortune for the rest of his life. If he loses to Pinkman, of course, he knows the rules. Bad luck for 24 hours. Mr. Pinkman, welcome back. But now it's time to hobble off to the soundproof booth. Okay. We'll bring you back in a couple of minutes to set your handicap. Let's get this underway. Scott, you ready to play? Yes, sir. How all right, Scott. Pretty well, thank you very much. Got 10 questions for you. They're all interconnected. Don't worry about that. Just answer to the best of your ability. I need a countdown and keep score for Scott, please. Got it. Here we go. In three, two, one, begin. Scott, the movie The Post with Meryl Streep is getting rave reviews. How old is Streep? Uh, 53. One of Streep's first movies was The Deer Hunter that was released in what year? 1969. The Heart is a Lonely Hunter was a well-acclaimed novel first published in what year? 1982. Speaking of heart, how old is singer Ann Wilson? Anne Boleyn was the Queen of England from 1533 to what year? Uh, 1865. The rock band Queen was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in what year? 96. Talk about Queen. If actor Steve McQueen was alive today, he would be how old? Uh, Probably about 68. How old is singer-songwriter Stevie Wonder? Uh, 58. The first loaf of Wonder Bread was sold in what year? 1972. Get it within 25, you win outright. A crow in Athens, Georgia would have to fly how many miles to reach Charlotte, North Carolina? 264. Time. There you go. All right, let's what bring was in the mileage? 264. No, no, no. I know what he said. What would you say? Within what he gets it? Within 25. Oh, 20. Ooh, 25. Mm-hmm. Who's Mr. Pinkman? Where is Oh, there got his cane. Mm-hmm. It's so sharp looking, he's going to keep it beyond when his foot is back to 100% healthy. You want to see Pinkman and the cane? My uh, Twitter feed, at Yankee Jack on Twitter. You'll be a, that's a nice accoutrement. You'll be just like Bat Masterson. <laughs> I yeah. love that. I Bat said Masterson. Bat Masterson. Bat Masterson, uh, 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 you said. How many I do Bat Masterson was? No. Who could yes. forget Bat Masterson? All right. You'll find out later, I'm sure. I have 10 questions for you, Mr. Pinkman. First thing you need to do is roll the dice. We set your handicap at 15. Whatever the number is you roll will take off, and that will be your handicap for today. Come on, Bat. Roll the dice. <laughs> oh, what? Eight. Hard way. 4-4. Four, four. <laughs> I, I beat him to it. 10 <laughs> questions. Are you ready? Yes. Countdown. Plus seven second handicap, and his countdown begins in three, two, one, go. Bingman, the movie The Post with Meryl Streep is getting rave reviews. How old is Streep? 63. One of Streep's first movies was The Deer Hunter that was released in what year? 72. The Heart is a Lonely Hunter was a well-acclaimed novel first published in what year? 1948. Speaking of heart, how old is singer Ann Wilson? Uh, 62. Anne Boleyn was the Queen of England from 1533 to what year? 
81. The rock band Queen was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in what year? 92. Talk about Queen. If actor Steve McQueen was alive today, he would be how old? Uh, 92. How old is singer-songwriter Stevie Wonder? 73. The first loaf of Wonder Bread was sold in what year? Uh, 1920. Get it within 25. You went out right. A crow in Athens, Georgia would have to fly how many miles to reach Charlotte, North Carolina? Uh, 300. Time. Mm-hmm. Time. Score the game. Time. Okay. How oh, time. How old is uh, Meryl right. Streep? Scott yeah, said. Time. 53 years Pinkman. old. 63. 68. Okay, Pinky. Uh, the Deer Hunter was released in what year? Scott said. 69. And Pinkman. 72. 78. Uh, Pinky. Yeah. The Heart is a Lonely Hunter bestseller. Well acclaimed novel, first published in what year? Scott said. 82. Pinkman. 48. 1940. Oh, Pinky. Speaking of Hart, how old is Ann Wilson? Singer Ann Wilson, lead singer for Hart. Scott said. They both said 62 years old. 67. There you oh. go. So Scott's Anne on the Anne Boleyn was the Queen of England from 1533 to what year? Scott said. Ah, she had a long reign. She was 300 plus years old. He said she reigned until 1865. Pinkman. 1581. 1533 to 1536. Only That's three it. years. Oh, That's my. it. R.I.P. Then it was. See you uh-huh. later. Rock Band Queen inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in what year? Scott said. 96. Pinkman. 92. 2001. Oh, oh, Scott gets that one. Talk about Queen. If actor Steve McQueen was alive today, he would be how old? Scott said. 68. Pinkman. 92. 87. Pinky. Oof. Killing it. How old is singer-songwriter Stevie Wonder? Scott said. 58. Bingman. 73. 67. That's Pinky. The first loaf of Wonder Bread first sold in what year? Scott said. 1972. And Pinkman. 1920. Off by one, 1921. Wow, <laughs> but we go to the crow question. Oh, that could end it. Right? Get it within 25, you went outright. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, Scott, but you're getting blistered here. But if you get... But- you know, oh, you never boy. know. It could all change right here, Jim. A crow in Athens, Georgia, would have to fly how many miles to reach Charlotte, North Carolina? And Scott said... 264 miles. Pinkman said... 300 even. No, that crow in Athens would have to fly a total of 195 miles. Oh, Scott gets it, but not enough. Thank Pinkman goodness. wins. Sorry, Scott. You got uh, spanked there. Thanks for playing yep. a bonus round of Closest to the Pin. Remember, wow. close only counts in horseshoes... Hand grenades and closest to the pin. Steve McQueen would have been 87. Ay, ay, ay. Thanks, huh? Time flies. Mm. I'm saying. I'm digging this Bat Masterson look. <laughs> Get him rid of the derby? I think I'm in a rocket, yeah. Where, yeah exactly. Do you think Amazon Prime will get me a derby? Yeah, with headphones built in. I think so. it was the name of a TV show as well. It was. Hold on a minute. Hold on. Let me think. Oh, here right we go. Here. Gene Barry, I think, was the actor who starred in Bat Masterson. Uh, you're wrong. It was Frankenberry. Gene Barry, the star of Bat Masterson. He was a private eye, wore a derby. I think he had a cane, and he rode in a Rolls Royce. Points. That's all I know. Points. It's a cane. It's but a- Matt, Bat Masterson, wasn't he back in the cowboy days? De- the the, cowboy the Wild, days. West. Wild West. <laughs> he was an author, though. Just they saying. Say. Mm. Something new every day. Cool mustache, too. Handlebar? Uh, it's like a push broom, like a Pat Clark stash, kind of. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, now it's called a Pat Clark. <laughs> I'll take the Pat Clark, please. Uh-huh, please. Yes, please. Hi, can you trim the Pat Clark for me, please? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Need a little trim, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Nothing like the Pat Clark. It says uh, the president's medical information has been made public. Yeah, get a load of this. And he is six foot, 
I can't. Uh, six foot three and 239 pounds. No way. Same. I am sorry. I've seen him out there in that golf attire. He is a wide load now, and there's no way. I'm, well, I'm sorry. It's, that's still pretty big. It says it's one pound from classified as obese. Oh, maybe that's why. No, he is carrot, and I'm sorry. <laughs> well, that's why. Have yeah. you seen him? What's obese? 240? Okay, yes. make me 239. Make me 239. <laughs> now, the Dr. Jackson says Trump is eating much better in the White House than he used to. Asked if he is now limited to one scoop of ice cream. Because normally the president, you this know. This is Dr. Jack. Is this Dr. Jack with the. No, uh, Jackson. Dr. Jackson. I mean, is he uh, as a personal yeah, he's new a Navy doctor, doctor or is he's he the, the Navy from, doctor yeah, that does all the other the, one? Yeah, he's yeah. A pre- all right. His personal. And when they said, should yeah. he limit himself to just one scoop? Uh, the doctor said, quote, I don't limit his diet. Two thirty. That was something nice about President Trump. That scared me. Yeah, Two thirty-eight miles. Uh, <laughs> he, he comes from a lot. He comes from a line of long livers, if you will. His father lived long to ninety-three, livers. and his yeah. mother lived eighty-eight. There you go. Good genes. Goes a long way. Mm-hmm. At least he revealed his, his weight. What'd you say? What about his grandparents? I don't know about any of that, but he has they gained... they to check into the grandparents. He's gained less than 10 pounds in office despite several allies and associates yeah, sure. saying okay. he appears to have put on more. Yeah, okay, right. Anyway. On the count of three, we all reveal our weight. No! 200. 199. No! Pinkman? 215. I got weight at the doctor's office. Oh, God. No. You've lost some weight, though. I have. I have not. But I'm... You're getting there, sir. No, I don't care. He I just, I just, you know, <laughs> to be perfectly honest, every time I think it, no, I really don't. I'm really not. You don't care, so what's the difference? Hey, that's okay. I mean, if I can keep, you know, just, mm-hmm. you know, added it on, as long as it not continues to go up, I'll be all right. I thought when you hit that magic number of uh, two bills that you might start. I'd like to think that, yeah, yeah. I would do mm-hmm. something to lower it, but. Eh. Every time I think about it, I say, yeah, let's I get some cookies. <laughs> I don't want to do that. All right. I mean, those thin mints. Mm-hmm. Man, I can eat. I can just sit down and eat a sleeve of them. I think there's crack. Mm-hmm. I think there's crack <laughs> in the thin mints. He. <laughs> there's something in the thin no, mints. No, 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 no. By the no. way, Jim, the Girl oh, yeah, Scouts yeah, yeah, wouldn't yeah, yeah, yeah. sell that. No, 60, you don't know what they're doing. Sixty-eight Charger. Oh, Is that that's it? the in, other one. Uh, Bullet. The movie Bullet. The other car in the chase was a sixty-eight Charger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it still holds well, up. It's go. a great uh, car chase scene. I don't know if it's better than the French Connection, but just saying. That's You've seen a... that, right? Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Uh, Dr. Ronnie Jackson is is the doctor. That's and a yes, cool he's... name. Ronnie Jackson. I don't know if I want to trust a doctor where he's Dr. Ronnie. Ronnie. Uh, should Ronald. just be Ronald. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Ronnie says that uh, they asked him about the diet and <laughs> exercise plan. Yeah. And Dr. Ronnie said that the president and I will work together over the next year because he's, I guess he's got to do something. It does kind of have a Dr. Nick vibe to it. Mm -hmm. Hi, everybody. There he is. He looks like he's... I'm looking at the guy. He looks like a badass dude. Mm -hmm. Badass dude. Yeah. No nonsense. Come on. (laughs) No way. I mean, I'm sorry. What? Take him to Publix. Have him get on that scale. (laughs) Like the rest of us. Exactly. (laughs) At Mar-a-Lago, he can't be far from a Publix. Down in Ooh, West Palm. Good point. Right? He's oh, a, I don't know. On that side, away. I think you have to cross the bridge they and go into eat. West Palm Beach. There's no, a, no, no. There's no, not no, a Publix in Palm, Palm Beach. Beach. Totally, yes. Oh, yeah. Those people have to eat. 
Of course they have to eat. And they but send their just, servants across the bridge into just, West Palm. Oh, I thought you thought they were going to Whole Foods or, you know, Fresh I don't know market. if there's anything like that in Palm oh, Beach, per oh, yes. se. Oh, yes. You think? Yes. Yes. Most definitely. Yeah. Oh, yes. There might be some gourmet stores, but I don't know no, if there's a Publix. Publix. You might no. be right. Oh, but I, there's no, one okay. near Marlar. Marlaga. The problem is you can't get there because all the Haitian protesters are in between the two. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Spanning the world wide web to bring you the constant variety of sound, the thrill of victory. I have a dream. And the agony of defeat. I got bronchitis. The sound of human drama captured in a world where everything is recorded. It's time to hear what's in Jack's audio file. A regular round of closest to the pin is about an hour away, but first things first, time for Jack's audio file. Well, we got some audio for you, Jim, on this, uh, what's today, Tuesday at 420, dude? Mm. Oh. A lot of it has to do with the battle over the status of immigration into this great land of ours, the uh, Mm. DACA agreement, or the agreement we don't have, and what the president said behind closed doors. Uh, As you know, um, he was credited with uh, using the word s-hole countries now there's some parsing of language and debate of what he said or at least they're trying to create a debate which would detract from the actual comments he said over if instead people are fighting whether or not he did say it one of the people who said he did use vulgar language is south carolina republican senator lindsey graham and uh, he was talking recently about the affair and the the you know the issue that they are fighting over in Washington. Those of us in my business need to up their game. It's pretty embarrassing when you have to take your children out of the room just to report the news. Uh, He goes on to say that it's really, it's going to require the president's direct involvement in negotiations to get this done and not just uh, him, you know, tweeting about it. Mr. President, close the deal. 80% of Americans want to give the DACA kids a better life. And 80% of Americans want to secure our border and change a broken immigration system. He doesn't know how to close the deal because he thinks he can take the way that he operated business and, uh, and operate it the same way in government. And it's a different animal. Mm-hmm. You know, in your business, when he was in business, he tells somebody, go do it. Well, it doesn't, it doesn't happen that way in government. It's not a deal, a deal maker. Mm-hmm. If he's a deal maker, this would have it's been accomplished. Be done on Twitter uh, by tweeting. It's going to be done by talking and understanding. Whatever. Yeah. There you go. Lindsey Graham. He says it out straight up. Uh, he doesn't know. You know. You know. He. Somebody he, said the most dangerous place he's to be. He's a bootlick too. You know. He's out there with the president golfing oh, and yeah. saying how wonderful the golf courses are and this and that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, he can't make up his mind either. The most dangerous place to be in Washington is between Lindsey Graham and a microphone because that guy will go out of his way, step over you and over hot coals to get to the, you know, to talk to the press that's standing outside. Yeah. He seems somewhat sensible, at least. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Anyway. And, oh, I did find out it's three miles from Mar-a-Lago to the, to the Publix that's in Palm Beach. There is a mar- there is a public yeah, right mean, there. Could, it's just up the A one A. You can right do that on a golf cart, right? Sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it could take you ten minutes maybe if there's traffic on a golf cart. 
No, no, no. Wait a minute. Wait know. a minute. Three miles. At, uh, how long is it going to take you? Ten minutes? Take you so ten how fast are you going in your golf cart? Do your high school algebra, whatever you need. Pakeman's going to work on that as I bring you order, uh, audio because uh, typically when you know someone comes out against the president, you hear about it via uh, Twitter, and you also he comes up with a nickname for you, like yeah. we now have Sloppy Steve Bannon, yeah. Little you know Marco Rubio, and of course, and this one it's, I mean the president means it to be demeaning, but I think he's kind of getting off light. Uh, I give you Democratic Senator Dickie Durbin. Dickie Durbin. He, that's how the president's referring to Dick Durbin as Dickie Durbin. When you get into tough, complicated, contentious issues, uh, sometimes uh, rhetoric gets very fiery. If you don't have a tough skin, this is not a good business to get into. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. So he's getting a lot more microphone and camera time, Dick Durbin. As uh, you know, the, now uh, a couple of the senators are challenging his memory of what the president said. He's standing said. fast. He's they're not... liars. Yeah, the Senator Tom Purdue Cotton and Cotton and are Purdue. liars is yep. what they are. They changed their tune pretty fast, didn't they? That mm-hmm. Cotton wants to be in charge of the CIA. Oy vey. You might have shot yourself in the foot on that one, bub. Mm-hmm. Well. well, Jim. That Cotton, by the way, take a look how long his neck is. His really? neck, I mean, it's now, like a wham, giraffe neck. Wham, really? Oh, yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> Sounds a little catty. No, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I'm just saying he's got a long neck. Mm-hmm. Well, that's one side of the issue. On the other side, the people who support uh, the president yes. and defend him and say he is not a racist. Oh, and yeah, that right. was the topic on ITV's Good Morning Britain. Oh. And who is it but the president's former wife? Now, if you oh. can have an advocate and it's your ex I think that's a pretty strong advocate yeah. for someone who has, you know, every reason, uh, you know, to give you the business. Yeah, business. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Business. Yeah. Business. Business. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Ivana Trump. Oh. Said she knows her former husband is not a racist. You know, sometimes he says the things, you know, which are silly or he doesn't really mean them or something like that. But he's definitely not, not racist. I'm sure of that. Well, then you haven't thought it through. Mm. That's what I would say. If you're so silly and stupid and ignorant that you him? can't, I mean, that you mm-hmm. can't keep these kind of things to yourself, then you're, you're a racist. You know, you, you're not a racist. You don't have to goose step and wear a swastika or go to uh, Charlottesville and hang out with Klansmen to be identified as a racist. Right. She's Thank not you, done. Ivana. She's not done. Oh, no, here's Ivana. Oh. You know, he has so many people telling him left and right what to say and what to not to say and things like that. And sometimes maybe it gets confusing. I honestly don't know. Confusing. Okay, that's good. He's the president. Glad to He's hear that confusing. one. Thank you, Ivana. Oh, you mm-hmm. You don't know, Jim. Everyone should say this. Don't say that. Make sure you do this. Then be natural. I thought he told it like it is. I thought he didn't Great pay shooter, counsel yeah. to anybody. He just said what he wanted to say. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait for the midterms. It's nice that she's getting. Plus, the Democrats, of course, shoot themselves nice. in the foot. Yeah, that, that'll happen. But probably, I mean, uh, it's on. gonna be. It's gonna seem like ten years between now and then. In normal political stories, it's this November. And, I know, and it'll seem like oh. ten years when you go through oh, a, a different two crises a week, or yeah, yeah. or two That's major true. news events a that, week. He'll right. be here before you know it. I don't know about that. Oh yeah, I don't know it's about be fun. that. So 18 miles per hour to go three miles in 10 minutes. In a golf cart? Mm-hmm. I guess you could pull they it off. They can go 18, right? 
I don't know. You can get one that goes 20, probably. You go on Ooh, a bike. 20, really? Yeah. I can get one that goes 22. Yeah, yeah, good luck finding one. I can find one. I'll show you. Go to eBay. <laughs> All right, let's let's uh, let's cut the audio file short, and let's finish Why? up. I with... like it. I like the audio file. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I make do. it longer. Do you? I do, really? Well, just the problem is it's a lot of Trump stuff today. I, oh, it, come it, on. Well, skip to something else, then. It does. It's tiring. It's, it I agree. Me. Okay, let me give you one on racism. Let's let's pick it up. Let's well, make it a more cheery story. That's not cheery. I was watching comedians in cars uh, getting oh, no. coffee. It was cheery. the episode with Jerry Seinfeld and uh, Trevor Noah. Trevor Noah is the host of the Daily Show. Um, Jerry Seinfeld did the interview before he started that bit after it was announced. But Trevor Noah, in case you didn't know, comes from South Africa and had to deal with. I he grew up in the country where it was illegal to be a stand-up comic. It was illegal to Mixed speak race. publicly. For just until the 90s, into the 90s. Um, so, yeah, it was, he, and he was talking about racism and segregation that he grew up in in South America. And here's a, just South a Africa. little, uh, South Africa, excuse yeah. me, South Africa. Here's a, a short clip of what he had to say to uh, Jerry Seinfeld. The whole system was absurd. It doesn't make sense. Racism, all of these things, when you look at them, they don't make sense. You know, Hitler, it doesn't make sense. When you look now, you go, how did that craziness happen? It doesn't make sense. Right. There's just a moment in time. If you if you find the right balance between desperation and fear, right. you can make people believe anything. That's correct. Finding oh. the right balance Sharing. between desperation and fear. That's absolutely correct. Make be- people believe anything. You work on their national spirit, and you point your finger at somebody else, things aren't going well for you, and you point to somebody else and say it's all their fault, and you rise up as a nation. I mean, this is the way things happen. You destroy institutions and, and blame people for all your problems, and then, but hey, just follow me, and I'll get the buses running on time. Yeah. It's not as hard as you might think. Please. I like when we all had a common uh, foe to hate, like Big Tobacco. Yeah, We did? Yeah, absolutely. I, I say oh. bring boring back to politics. We'll be better off for it. Do you ever hear a commercial where you did a double take? It's like, wait, what did they say? Oh, yes. And, and did you ever rewind that commercial to say, wait, I think I missed that. What was that? It happened last night. I, I forget. I turned it. I wasn't even watching his show. I haven't. I didn't even like I turned on the television Mm. Hadn't even brought up the guide to kind of find something. Uh-huh. Uh, Black Mirror, by the way. Uh, but right. before I did that, a commercial came on. I'm like, what? So I actually recorded it. <laughs> it was just. What was it? A court ordered commercial. What? It was due to a settlement. Yeah. They were forced to run this. Oh, and really? It, oh. And big tobacco. But uh, take a listen for yourself. I, I just I was like. Huh? What did they say? Yeah, but it made me pay attention. A federal court has ordered R.J. Reynolds Tobacco, Philip Morris USA, Altria, and Laura Lard to make this statement about designing cigarettes to enhance the delivery of nicotine. R.J. Reynolds Tobacco, Philip Morris USA, Altria, and Laura Lard intentionally design cigarettes to make them more addictive. Cigarette companies control the impact and delivery of nicotine in many ways, including designing filters and selecting cigarette paper to maximize the ingestion of nicotine, adding ammonia to make the cigarette taste less harsh, and controlling the physical and chemical makeup of the tobacco blend. When you smoke, the nicotine actually changes the brain. That's why quitting is so hard. There you go. Now you know. Adding ammonia. To make it less harsh. I don't care. And it changes your brain. Tobacco what? companies don't care. Because your brain has changed. Mm-hmm. Tobacco does. They don't care because most of their sales now and their profits come from overseas. 
Doesn't matter. Everybody in the United States could every every single American could stop smoking cigarettes and they'd still make a profit. Okay, well, probably help our healthcare system if every American quit smoking cigarettes. That's right. I mean, you're stop. probably right, but mm-hmm. you know, they're not. That's not. They're not in the business. They're in the business of making a profit and satisfying their shareholders by selling I, poison. And I understand that. We do have some bets to settle uh, later this hour. Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez. We did, we tried to do it yesterday, Pinky, but you weren't here, so we have several to settle today. Well, excuse I me. I don't mean now, Jack. I do any. Do, well, do any involve football, Mo? Yes, one of them does. Oh, what, what bet is that, Mo? Tom Brady will not go to the Super Bowl oh, next year. Who well, said that? You. Damn it's it. not settled yet. They have until oh, that's Sunday. True. That's true. Yeah. Sunday decides that. That's oh, right. Oh, I thought that was already oh, decided. No, no, no. Two so, games. Never mind. It's five dollars. Well, that one. Who's? Yeah. What? What's the side? Who's on what side? On I that said one, Brady will not go. Correct. So you that did? ends. Yep. I, did. I thought you just said I said he wouldn't go. No, you said Jim. You said he would go. Yeah. Right. Right. Pinkman said no. So Pinkman needs the Jacksonville Jaguars to win oh, on no. Sunday. So basically, <laughs> <In New England? laughs> yeah, you guys have a five dollar bet on the Jacksonville New England game. One up at the ten. Wait, I don't Ooh. think that's right. Actually, Pinky. Oh, you didn't. No, he no, said I Brady wouldn't what go. I said. Okay, I have it down here. Is the bet is Tom Brady will not go to the Super Bowl. That Pinkman. I was mad Mo- at him for his dumb diet Pinky or whatever. said yes, that's true. Oh, he will not go yeah, to the Super Bowl. Correct. I see. Okay, okay, got it. So it's kind of a double. So negative. basically, if the Jaguars win, Pinkman wins that bet. If New England wins, correct. Jim wins that. Oh, bet. Oh man, go Florida. Uh, ten dollars. Uh, you four. said? No, five. Let's it's not five. do that. Uh, no. What about? No, I just asked him. What about if 10? New England wins, but? Tom Brady suffers a major injury and does not play in the Super Bowl. I'd say that counts. That does that count. counts. He wouldn't be going. So we have to wait until the Super it's Bowl then? It's all about Tom Brady. But he would be there in a booth, right? I mean, if he wins against uh, Jacksonville wait. and steps outside the the stadium and gets hit by a taxi. No, no. God forbid. Well, I'm just saying, and he can't go play. Yeah. He's not well, going. It doesn't say, it doesn't play, say play. He just Bowl. has to be there. Tom Brady will not go to That's the Super Bowl. That's true. This We're is trying to help general. you here, Pop. Really? <laughs> well, I'm just, you know. That's true. If you're parsing it, yeah, you could not yeah. dress out. Right. Just sit there. Sit there in a suit. I think it was the beginning of the season where his wife said like he had a bunch of concussions and yes. the NFL was like, whoa, 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 whoa. We don't Giselle. have Come on, he has up. not had any concussions no. for the record. Um, so quarterbacks talking about concussions. We go to Brett Favre. Favre. Now, it's interesting when the concussion story broke. Many, many, many years ago, Jim, you were one of the first people That's talking true. publicly about it, and you should have seen the hate. Well, you might have seen the hate, whether it's texting or I the remember. callers just saying, how dare you, you say yeah. that this could uh, you know, undermine the NFL and, 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 and professional football. Stop putting your kids in football, you even said. Yeah. So uh, they asked Brett Favre about it, whether he thinks concussions is hurting the NFL. And this is what the uh, former MVP, NFL MVP had to say. You know, I mean, it's a big operation. I think we all love NFL football, but you know, I would say it's it's not necessarily in jeopardy, but it could be um, if this continues to get worse and the talk gets worse. So it could be. Okay. Way, way to take a stand there, Brett. But uh, well, he saw he said he he wouldn't allow his kids to play football. He did, yeah. Uh, so you know, that said, I haven't paid a lot of attention to football because when you give up fantasy football, it's like ugh, mm. ugh. Yeah, that's like, why bother? Mm. I got another thing. I, you know, three hours watching the game where I could get something done, mm-hmm. do some work. But I actually watched a Jacksonville game, a Pittsburgh game yes. this weekend. But because I watched that, I did not watch the Minnesota game 
So I missed that crazy ending. I had to go back and watch the highlights. But I will be watching Jacksonville destroy the New England Patriots on Sunday. Who's the bigger goat, uh, <laughs> Pinkman? The uh, player for uh, the Saints who missed the tackle? Marcus or Williams. the guy in Hawaii who hit the wrong button? <laughs> uh, did you ooh, see that? Did I you did, see that missed yeah, tackle? Yeah, where Diggs caught the ball and ran it in to win the game last second. <laughs> um, Who's yeah. the bigger goat? Meaning... Who's the one that every hates. single day is going to go, oh, my God. I think more people hate the, the Bill uh, Buckner of football yeah. to a certain yeah. degree. Yeah, I think more people hate the Saints the, player. The Saints safety, <laughs> definitely, because there's video. They always mm. will remember that, and yeah. there's always the video of them remembering that. You know, the, you know the, despite the fact that this false missile test in Hawaii was 38 minutes of hell for, you know, millions of people— Eventually, that won't be the national story that the Saints' ending will be years later because in sports, those things linger. Every year, it's going to be brought up. Well, it was just so bad. I mean, all you had to do was, dude, just knock him out of bounds, game over, and it was, oh, you didn't even touch him. Finally, Jim. You didn't even touch him. I'd hate to to be that guy in the locker room after they're going back in there. I mean, Uh, I think they're probably all professionals. Hey, that's the way it goes. He did, and he, he... he took full responsibility for it. He's Still, only 21, Jim. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Do you, have you ever forgotten how old you are? What? <laughs> have you ever forgotten how old you oh, are? Oh, yes, many times. You know, sometimes, yeah. do you ever, like, say, wait, I'm so, in, wait. Right after I, your birthday, maybe. It's given not. me pause, you know, where, you know, a oh, couple of years, years ago. Oh, later years, I've had to ask my wife, am I? Yeah, yeah like this or that. Yeah, you know, usually off by a year. It also happened to Helen Mirren. And she found out she's a year younger than she thought she was. Sweet. During an interview on The Ellen Show. I've had that happen. When's your birthday? My husband and I, we, we, we forget. Uh-huh. We forget. And actually, he, he's birth. I'm six months older than my husband. So... But you're 72. I'm prepared. No, I think I'm 73. No. You're... <laughs> Are you sure? I think I'm 73. What, what year were you born? 1945. 72. I'm 72. This is fantastic. Yeah. yeah. I just made a whole year. Yes. Helen wow. Mirren is uh-huh. only 72. 72. She's and a spring chicken. Absolutely cracking. Oh, Audio file brought to you by my Twitter account, at Yankee Jack. And that's it for today. Thank you, Jack. Good job. Thank you very much. We'll take a little break. If you want to talk about Aziz uh, Ansari, we Sorry. can do that. I don't know. There's a great column in the New York Times today by Michelle Goldberg regarding uh, all this and the Me Too movement. You can do that, or we can find out what the foods are for the day. Oh, yeah, it's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. <laughs> You're listening to the Phillips File. Phillips file for this Tuesday. Uh, what are the foods of the day, Mo? Oh, 
Oh, I forgot to give it to you during the news. I'm going to give it to you right now. Mark Today, that. Oh, oh, boy. No. Mm. <laughs> January 16th. 2018, Jim, and today is a two for Tuesday. Mm, ready to go. Today is either Fig Newton Day. Ooh, yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. Not a fan. I could eat a whole fan. sleeve of those Fig Newtons. Mm. Delicious. Mm. Or. Too dry. Uh, or, it's if you don't like that, how about this? It's also National Hot and Spicy Food Day. What? Hot and spicy food. Oh, yeah. We talked about that last week. We were talking about the chili. It could Cook be Mexican yeah. food. It could be hot and spicy at uh, Orient. No, the Chinese food. Korean food, you know, it could be hot and spicy Japanese food. Yeah, I know it what hot, hot and spicy food. Hot and spicy. It doesn't matter what genre of food. It could just be hot and spicy food tonight. What if it's normal but, food, but you put hot sauce on it? Well, I don't think that can. Yeah, it's soap soup last night. Oh, you did? Soap soup? Soap well, well, we refer to soap soup because of uh, Vietnamese soup, but you put cilantro, cilantro on it. Cilantro tastes soapy to some people. But you put, you know, if you go to some of these places, you'll see a tray over to the side, and it's usually hot uh, bottles of hot sauce, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. like Vietnamese hot sauce. That's hot, that stuff hot, is hot. really hot, hot. Oh, That's the real hot. Yeah, you, know, you can put you know, just a couple of drops into that soup. That's good stuff, though. That'll clear your sinuses. That's up. just good. I mean, that's just you know, you get what you need. You get some greens. You get some noodles. Maybe some mm-hmm. slices of this and that, and whatever. What What was the protein you had in it? Shrimp, pork. What was chicken. it? Oh, chicken. Mm. Couple shrimp. Speaking of uh, what was the protein in it, Jim? You asked that question yesterday about the Monsters Award-winning mystery chili from the Crime Line Chili Cook-off. Yes. Oh yeah, what, what was, was the, the mystery meat? Chorizo. It oh, was see. sausage from four different. Countries. Yeah, it's a yeah. It was really good. Spanish mm-hmm. sausage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Cubans use it a lot. In their Cuban cooking. and yeah, Portuguese. They, mm-hmm. Yeah, there were four Let's different see. country sausages wow. represented. And it was really good. Um, and what is also really good is on the Monsters YouTube channel, they have a video of the day. It includes drone footage, and it was just it, it's a really neat, concise video of. You know, uh, the Crime Line Chili Cook-Off. I, you go to realradio.fm, uh, hook up with the Monsters YouTube link, and you can see the video there. Very mm-hmm. neat. Don't pick up bats. No. This poor kid from, what, Lake County? Mm-hmm. Six years old? Mm-hmm. His father, I think, does construction, renovation, those kind of things. Finds an injured bat or a sick bat. And I guess says, well, you know. Nurse it back to Let's help. nurse it back. <laughs> okay, more power to you. Anyway, so he takes it home. They put it in a bucket. Uh, the mother wakes up. I don't know how many days or hours they had this bat. But according to the newspaper accounts, she said, this is not right. I got to get rid of this bat. Let's get rid of this bat. We shouldn't have a bat. Hmm. And uh, so the six-year-old boy, who's one of those, you know, he's one of those kids that likes to run around the woods and Mm -hmm. bring home lizards. I mean, there's, you know, kids like that, of course. And uh, so uh, he's not afraid, I I suppose, of, you know, a bat. So. Puts his hand in the bucket, uh, and somewhere along the line gets cut. I don't know if he gets bit, scratched, yeah. or scratched yeah. by the bat. Yeah, and uh, contracts rabies. And I don't know, was he sick for a week? Was that it? Yeah, How long said, was he sick? They didn't bring him in at first because they didn't you know, think it was going to turn into. Well, anything. his arms started flopping around. Mm-hmm. Right. He had a you know the rabies kicks in, and I don't know the reason for this. Whether it's I suppose nerve damage, and. Uh, I think he has a fever, and okay, maybe the fever break. Maybe they thought he had the flu or something. But then his arm starts going all over the place, and they ship him off to uh, ORMC, yeah, Orlando Regional, and they put him in a in a in a, in a coma, medically induced coma, and they're still not save, uh, still not saving. They couldn't do it. Mm-mm. And the the point is, don't mess around with wildlife. 
is you know especially if you don't know especially if you don't know what you're doing yeah I mean, you just don't do that you know don't mess around with bats or raccoons or any of these animals certainly that uh, that can have rabies which is the one that has leprosy that's the armadillo armadillo is that is an that armadillo it? the one yeah and don't be yeah, like yeah. licking any armadillos or, or a possum or or, or toads possum? don't lick a toad either oh. what about the turtle there's something with a turtle yeah Isn't salmonella there? wash your hands yeah mm-hmm. Okay. So you save it. It's in the middle of the road. You carry it yeah. to the other side. Don't go biting your fingernails. You carry after it to that. the side that it's going. Correct. You go home and wash your hands. That's what I did. Yeah. So the point being, stop messing around with this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And there's another reason to pick up your dog do. Wait a minute. How you, you guys don't? I don't. No, I that don't. That doesn't mean that you should. You shouldn't. I, I don't. I don't either. But I, I make sure the dog has done his. On Her business pro- right. on my property. They far a walk. Millions of American children have been exposed to a parasite that could interfere with their breathing, oh. liver function, eyesight, really? and even intelligence. Whoa. Yet few scientists have studied the infection in the United States, and most doctors are unaware, unaware of it. The parasites, roundworms of the genus Toxocara, live in the intestines of cats and dogs, especially strays. Oh, gosh. Microscopic eggs, eggs from Toxocara are shed in the animal's feces, contaminating yards, playgrounds, and sandboxes. These infectious particles cling to the hands of children Ugh. playing outside. Come on. Once, hey, I'm not through yet. Ugh. Once swallowed, the eggs soon hatch. Come on. Will well, you want sick. some information or not? I've got to be sick. It's a dinner. Oh, it's not. Fun. Once swallowed, the eggs soon hatch, releasing larvae. That wriggle through the body, okay. and evidence suggests that even they may even reach the Puberty. brain. All right, the brain. Nope. Compromising learning and, cogni- and cognition. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention periodically tracks. But what they're okay. saying is, uh, pick up your dog. Do yeah. Okay. Uh, I have a couple. I I did see finally the parents of the children found shackled in the home out in California. I'm not through yet. Five percent. Five percent of the United States population, or about 16 million people, carry Toxocara antibodies in their blood. Yeah. A sign mm. they have ingested the eggs. I'm gonna be sick now. Pick up your dog poop. Yeah. Mm. Mo. Nope. God, I hope you get a ticket. A ticket? ticket. Nobody yeah. gets a ticket for yeah, that. We're not picking oh, it. Yeah. We're not getting a ticket. Dog police. Uh, yeah, this is the picture of the two uh, yeah, tell mother me. and father. I'm sorry. Any man that has a haircut like that, he should be placed under immediate investigation by the authorities. Uh, and the mother. That's a, son- a Sonny Bono is what it is. He looks like the drummer from Spinal Tap. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. And, and the mother, when they found uh, these 13 kids shackled, underfed, undernourished, et cetera, et cetera, she was perplexed by the visit from the police. She didn't think that there was any problem. Well. I'm just saying. She thought this was normal. went to oper- Dizzy. That's the, the one bizarre thing in the whole story. Filthy. I mean, obviously, the whole concept of, you know, keeping your kids locked up until, I mean, the oldest one was, what, 29? Yes. Didn't understand they were actually grownups, you know, held captive. That 17-year-old girl, when she broke out, out the, the window, tell the police they thought she was about 10. Right. Mm-hmm. However, they did go on a family ca- a vacation to Disney. Mm-hmm. Look, here's, here's what's happened. Nope. They think they took the chains with them. So when you have a family photograph and your father has a haircut like that. Yes. And how many girls? Five, four or five girls 
and they're all dressed in the same dress, and the boys are all dressed. There's something going on there. See something, say something. I think there's something going on there. I think that's when you're allowed to say, I don't, (laughs) police, I don't want to give my name. However, can you check out this family? Because I think there's a very good chance they might have the kids chained. The kids were described as friendly, cooperative, and are hopeful. Life. Well, I don't know any better. Yeah, driving down the road today, and it just kind of reminded me of this story. I don't know why it maybe fits a stereotype. They're driving this old, like suburban. I mean, old, you know, Bondo, rusted. It's just, and the guy's in it. Looks like one of the uh, Smith brothers, you know, from the cough drops. <laughs> with the long beard. Yeah, it looks like uh, General Stone Street. Uh-huh. Yeah, with that long black beard. <laughs> oh yeah. And the wife uh, looks like a Mennonite. Oh, maybe they were Amish or something. I don't know. Mm. And they got three kids in the back, and it just to me it was like something's not right. Yep, <laughs> like they just came right. out of the hills. Uh-huh. I mean, it was like All you know right. they're probably the nicest people in the world, but I mean, you know, your mind flips around to certain stereotypes, and there's something. I mean, to me it was like, what are you doing in the city? I don't understand what you're doing in Maitland. Mm-hmm. Mennonites There's are... nothing for you here in Maitland. There's nothing here for you. No, no, no. Uh, maybe maybe you're going to miss the feed store. You forgot to pick up the plow that you just got repaired, but there's nothing for you here. They live in Sarasota. There's a Mennonite area of Sarasota, and they make what? pies. They make really good pies. Maybe they're going to branch out and have the a Mennonites, franchise. They're not as strict as the Amish. Yeah, one is snaps and one's buttons or one's hooks and eyes mennonite men you wouldn't know yeah. they're mennonites i mean they just you no. know the blue jeans and this but the mennonite women yeah. they you know, got the, the particular dress and the bonnet and the whole thing yeah yeah i think or i don't know maybe i got my head right at my ass what it's the phillips file on real radio 104.1 your next chance to win one thousand dollars is just minutes away on real radio 104.1 from great oh yeah Phillips filed for a uh, Tuesday, one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Let me take this call. Then I uh, remembered something that I saw on uh, Sunday. Really made my day, at least for me, maybe not for you. Here's Wayne on Real Radio. Good afternoon, Jim. Hello, Wayne. My wife, about 2003, four, something like that, we heard a ruckus outside, and a cat was wiping that, swiping at her dog. Yeah. So my wife, she loves animals. She opened the front door, and that cat was on her. Really? Oh, it attacked her leg, and she threw it off in the doorway. Threw it off, and it was on her again. Yeah, rabies. Got it off, and she fell back. But what happens is there's a lady up the road just from my – I live in the west side of D-Land. Right. Not the Ritz, but it's, you know, it's nice. I understand. Mm -hmm. So, but this lady left an open door with cat food. For all the animals. Oh, yeah. 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 I got Raccoons, the whole thing, the possums. Cats and raccoons, which is against the law to do. Mm-hmm. So we learned a lot. We learned a lot when she had to go through the series of shots. We found the cat. We sent it off. It was rabbit, so she had to go through the series of shots. Right. And How many shots? 
God, I can't remember. It was like five or a six, group, isn't it? And then, like, after so many days and then a week, it was like three oh. weeks. It's not in your stomach, though. It's all in your hip now. Yeah, it's somebody not, said, oh, but your, it hurts like the I bet it like does. The well, it's, it's the syrup. I guess, I guess it's the uh, the medicine going in is what uh, actually hurts more. Oh, but they say every at this at that time, the lady at the health department. That's where you have to go to health department. Right, to be, right. Said that there's always somebody on the series of shots. Really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, people, you would think rabbit rabies would be the thing of the past. Uh-uh. No, no. Did you ever talk to like, the woman with the that was letting all the the, the critters oh, had, in? Oh, no, What'd she the, have to uh, say? Oh yeah, the, the game commission and the health. <laughs> everybody was up there talking to that lady because yeah. half a lot of people in our neighborhood sure. had dealings with that cat that got attacked by the raccoon because the raccoons carry it. Right. Exactly. I've seen and raccoons it, it, that it I know are rabbit. You see them, they. You can, they look like drunks, and they spin around. You just know that there's something wrong with them. Really? Well, yeah, you can they're see. a carrier, so yeah. they got in a fight with this cat because right. of the food. Because up there, they got, and then the cat got it. Yeah. But, you know, the only state in the United States, uh, Hawaii, is the only state that doesn't have rabies. Is that right? Is that right? Yeah. Huh. That's what the lady at the health department told me. I'll be damned. On the uh, I don't know if it's true or not, but. For your wife, are everywhere. for your wife, is it a full recovery when the shots are done? And oh, how many yeah, shots? Yeah, but, you know, uh, yeah. So we we put a tag on her, and so she had a rabies shot. She yeah, there you go. Oh, the only problem she stops to wear that collar. But you're so rude, sir. That yeah. is so rude. Okay. Now remember, so you know, when she jumps on you Sunday afternoon, just be sure, baby. Uh, you know, is it the rabies, or you really want to go with this? I think you are really do, rude. I think she's due for an update. Oh, hey, man. Okay. Hey, thanks. Good story. So Sunday, I'm driving over to Titusville to see a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we're uh, out past uh, Bithlow, and you, you, 520 goes off in one direction, yes. yeah. and you're on 50, 50 heading towards yeah. the St. John's River through Christmas or whatever. Yes, sir. Right at that turn, right at that turn, there's a guy on a, I'll describe him as, you know, I'd say kind of rednecky, and I just kind of had that look, lean, but, you know, just a you know, buzz cut, mm-hmm. just uh, maybe mid-20s. Um. And he's on one of those motocross bikes on the road, right? And he's, so I'm doing probably 55, 60 miles an hour, maybe a little bit faster. And he's on this, on this motor, this motor on the road in front of me. I understand what you're saying, yeah. And all of a sudden, he goes off to the side and going, Into the grass? I'm going, Uh-oh. oh, geez, he just crashed that, he just crashed that motorbike. Oh, boy. So I'm, you know, I, but before I know it, He's on the he's on the swale. He's on the yeah, grass yeah. next to me, off the side of the road. On the shoulder. On this mo- on this motocross bike, you know, the bike that you do. And he I swear to God, it made my day. He must have been doing fifty miles an hour on down in the dirt, jumping the culverts. Oh my. I'll bet he drove that thing for four or five miles on the side of the road, the over jumping over the culverts. Down into the grass again, and I'm, you know, finally I get ahead of him a little bit. When I'm looking in the rearview mirror because I'm trying to judge how fast he's going. I'm going 60, 65, and I still can see him in the in the in the in the in the side mirror. And I'm just saying, you look like you're really having a good time, <laughs> man. Alive was he was just tearing ass down oh, there. For Pete's sake. You know, because the drain pipes come off, of, you know, some of that rural land. Yes. So roads that go back into into Christmas, you know, on the on the east and the west, it'd be on the south side. You know, you you <coughs> you have to go over them. So I over them, boink and bouncing. 
It was great stuff. Oh. It was worth well, the price of it was, of, it was the price. It was worth there was the a happy price ending, of admission. I don't know. Happy ending. I don't know if it had an happy ending. Well, you saw him. He didn't crash. Up. He didn't crack up or anything. He was. Oh, fun. he was just. I, you know, if I could get inside his brain, he was probably just having the time of his life. But he, when he first went off, I said, "Oh my God! I just <laughs> saw somebody crash their motorbike." No, 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 no. Whew. No, 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 no. Anyway, that's pretty wild. I think you owe Pinkman a dollar. Oh, what now? Yeah. Because you said either Flynn, Flynn's son, or Jared would be indicted by the 15th oh, okay. of January. That yeah. was yesterday. <laughs> All right. So, and then there's another bet that this those same threesome yeah, by, uh, will be by uh, one Valentine's one Day. Of one of the three. Mm-hmm. Will be, so that you have to pay off on the fifth, the January bet. You want to wait to Valentine's Day because it'll be a push because I'll, I'll win that. You no, think take so? the money now. Oh, somebody's take it now, somebody's it. being indicted before you, Valentine's you've got, Day. You've got medical bills. I, would, to pay. I would like my doll hair now. Please. You want your doll? Okay. Make him come in and get it, Jim, with his cane. Put and, his hand in your pocket too. Any other bets? <laughs> Wait, oh, what? Me too. What? Any other bets? Mm. Oh, that have to be settled right now. Anybody have any opinion on this? Uh, Aziz, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm starting to feel bad for him. It's a, it, it seems interesting. Like, it's a no win situation. Well, uh, it seems like. Um, He's the victim of a form of, of revenge porn, in a way. Or, yeah. That's revenge. Yeah. But he's not in a position of, this is, ba- this is, a, this is a bad date, bad sex. Yeah, it was a consensual relationship. And then she felt bad about it afterwards. And so I think what the article said is the only thing he's guilty of is, wait, how did they put it? Is not reading her mind. Yes. Or something like that. So... Yeah, this is getting back at somebody who really has no he may have been power a, over you. Aggressive in some way. Well, if you, yeah, well, I'm sure you know, plenty of people action. have been, oh, yeah, well, that happens. You're naked in his kitchen, sitting on his counter. Okay, what, you know. Well, it doesn't matter. I mean, even if she came to the uh, to, to the conclusion or the point where she said, I don't want a part of this anymore. She never did say Okay, that. Right. then it's over. Then it's over with. She never said any of that, though. She just went along with it, and then after she had like almost buyer's remorse, mm. sexual remorse after the fact, you know, the next day she texted and said, "I don't know how come you didn't pick up on the fact that I was very uncomfortable." I thought he got to the point where he he brought out a condom, and she said, "Okay, that's it. I want a part of this," but she, she was upset because of everything that led up to that point, and then wrote an article under a pseudonym, mm-hmm. you know, and and you think about the Me Too movement. And what that's all about, and this, this, to, as far as I'm, it dilutes it. He's yeah. not in a position where he's holding any kind of. He's not a, a Weinstein. He's not a director. He's not anybody that has any power. This is just a bad mix of. These are two people, and it's a bad mix. And many people, maybe not all, have been in situations like this where it's just not. You know, after a while, it's just not not working for you. No, it's not working for you. All right, then and you, it wish and you chalk it up and you say, okay, it was a bad decision, or maybe I thought it was going to be a great decision, and it didn't turn out that way. And uh, you take the money and run. But uh, all of a sudden, pen a three thousand word essay about how you were the victim of sexual harassment. That that that's a to me that's a real stretch. And I don't think it does the Me Too movement much good at all. Mm-mm. I can see where you say, oh, yeah. I, I'm not sure I, I side with her in this one. You know, I think Aziz may have gotten. I think his privacy bed. was invaded as well. This is a private moment between two people, mm-hmm. and uh, 
and all of a sudden he's his name is out there. And uh, how do you how do you how do you defend yourself? He the next day after she texted him, I I can't believe you didn't pick up on how uncomfortable I was. He he thought about it for a minute. He pondered it for a minute and said, "I'm sorry if you were uncomfortable." You know, and he wrote back sort of a a gracious, you know, sorry that the sex wasn't up to your snob, you know, up to standards or whatever. I'm sorry if you felt uncomfortable. I had no idea of that and thought that it was probably over, you know, like some one night stand that was probably over. You know, people have been involved in 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 boorish behavior. It just doesn't, you know, it's it's a bad date, bad sex, whatever. And call it call it a day. Yeah. But then all of a sudden to say, oh, I'm the victim. You're not the I don't. I can't say how you're a victim of anything other than getting naked on his counter. Mm -hmm. He's not the victim. I mean, she. And then why continue to hang out if if you felt that uncomfortable? Why go? Okay, this happened, but we're pumping the brakes. Let's let me watch Seinfeld with this guy. Right, and then she sat on his sofa, fully dressed now, and watched TV. Well, it could be a certain amount of of guilt associated with it, I suppose. Yeah. Or, uh, you know, I made a bad decision. Uh, you know, some people might be in a situation where they're saying himself or say to themselves, herself, himself, whatever the case might be. How do I get out of this right. gracefully? I mean, let's try to normalize you know, this. this. Let's of, watch TV. Th- well, this stuff can be very clumsy as well. I would imagine we've been in situations like that as well. And you know, in hindsight, we say to ourselves, "I, I wish I had said something, or I wish I had taken a different action." But but then to write an essay and call out somebody publicly for a private I think I think I'm not I'm not crazy about this. You're talking about the accusations against comedian Aziz Ansari. Yes, mm-hmm. people texting wanting to know who yeah, they, did, they didn't catch the name. Aziz, in the beginning. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a, cl- a clumsy encounter between two human beings, and it happens. It's just right. it's the way of the world. And maybe to a certain degree, the message ought to be: just grow up a little bit, okay? This is not, this is not a Me Too moment. This is not, uh, this is not using their someone's power for uh, for sexual gratification. This is just two clumsy individuals who just couldn't quite uh, get together on this. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio one hundred four point one. And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! Time to rock and roll time for that regular round of closest to... To the pin, I don't know what my record is, but I have more wins than is. defeats. What is it? Six and one. Six and one for the year. I'm off to a good start. I'm playing against Nathan. Matt as the backup. Thought you lost twice. Mr. Pinkman, hey, Moe's the record keeper, not me. You mm. told me when I wasn't here Thursday you won. If you lost, let me know. Is that right, Pinkman? I have to go through my records. Mm. <laughs> I don't trust those records. What? Ouch! I will go How to rude. the soundproof booth. Mr. Pinkman, what's the prize? Oh, God. I'm already hurt, but mm-hmm. I have a pair of tickets to Monster Jam. <laughs> this Saturday at Camping World Stadium, Monster Jam is fun for the whole family and features some of the most recognizable trucks in the world, including Grave Digger, yes! Max D, El Toro Loco, Monster Mutt, and more. Tickets start at $15. Go to realradio.fm keyword events for more info. I will be going. You, you want to go? 
Yeah, I want to go. I'm sorry, I'm taking Moira. Listen to this tagline. Go ahead. The only thing bigger than the trucks is the air they catch. The air they catch? Yeah, they, the you catch air mean? when you jump up, Mom. <laughs> oh, 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 You're catching oh. air. I knew that. Yeah, it's radical. All right, great. Okay, right. let's get this game under before we have to explain everything pop culture-wise to Moira. Here we go. Nathan, how you doing? I'm real well. How are you? I'm doing well as well. Great prize on the line and a category for you. Quite apropos, it's sent by Brad, co-producer for All Gaming, and it's entitled, Go Ahead Kid, Break a Leg. <laughs> Random links to legs in reference to Pinkman's foot folly. Seriously, get well, Pinky. Oh. <laughs> yeah, how about that? How about so, that? Nathan, back to you. Five questions, all random links to legs. Are you ready to go? Sure am. Okay, here we go. Oh, you sound serious, dude. Very, very. All right, here we go. Uh, <laughs> let me be serious, too. All right, here okay, we go. Very good, very here we go. In three, <laughs> two, <laughs> three, two, one. The Rockettes have performed since 1925. How many legs are alive and kicking up on stage? 120. There are about 12,000 species of millipedes, but none of them have a thousand legs. One species does have the record for the most legs. How many? 860. Legs, pantyhose, were sold in white plastic, oversized chicken egg shaped containers. In what year did Haynes begin that marketing practice? 1924. The Guinness World Record for the longest legs on a woman belongs to Russian model Ekaterina Lysiana. In inches, how long are they? 53. Betty Grable was the first star to have her legs insured for a million dollars per Lloyd's of London. Soccer star David Beckham insured his legs for $189 million. How old is David? 44. Time. Okay. Great job, dude. Going to put you on nice. hold. Hey, very serious. Nathan, very Nathan yes, I'm serious. Oh, Nathan. Did it one minute and point one second. Where's Jim? I'm, forget? I think he forgets we're doing a show. I'm waving frantically. He's just playing the guitar or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My mom was a rock yet. All right, actually a Roxy yet. I was going to say, you have to be tall. Right, <laughs> you do. And your mom is not tall. She wasn't tall enough to be a Rockette, so the Roxy Theater also had, uh-huh. uh, back then, also had dancers, so she went to the Roxy Theater, mm-hmm. and she was a Roxyette. It was a thing. <laughs> That's did right. not Did not last as long as the Rockettes did. Mm-hmm. Hey, Jim, welcome back. Thank you. Uh, category submitted by Brad, co-producer for All Gaming. In honor, in honor of Pinkman's return today, it's called Go Ahead, Kid, Break a Leg. All right. Am I right? Pick, All right. Pickman stubbed his toe, but we're pretending it's a leg break. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Just an excuse to carry a fancy cane. You don't know. I do know, because I saw the picture on my Twitter feed, at Yankee Jack. Oh, my God. Jim, five questions. I need five answers. Are you ready to play? I guess. We reset the clock. Hopefully, it won't be another loss. We don't know how many you've had on the year. We'll go <laughs> in three, two... One. The Rockettes have performed since 1925. How many legs are alive and kicking up on stage? 160. There are about 12,000 species of millipedes, but none of them have a thousand legs. One species does have the record for the most legs. How many? 800. Legs. Pantyhose were sold in white plastic oversized chicken egg shaped containers. In what year did Haynes begin that marketing practice? 1972. The Guinness World Record for the longest legs on a woman's belonged to Russian model 
Ekaterina Lisiana in inches. How long are they? 50. Betty Grable was the first star to have her legs insured for a million dollars per Lloyds of London. Soccer star David Beckham insured his legs for $189 million. How old is David? 45. Oh, my God. You were so close on every single answer. Even on time. But, Jim, with your time, I am adding five seconds. It is a handicap that you carry this year. (gasps) It's UV Nathan. Monster Jam. Nathan was line. very serious. Yeah, he was in the. He had his game face on. He, right. he had his game voice on. Game voice on, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Our texter. Uh, we have a texter that said Nathan sounds sexy. By the way. Oh yeah, Nathan. Uh huh. Jim doesn't like people on the radio with deeper voices than him. So that's. Let's just move that's on. That's true. That is true. It's very, very true. Okay. <laughs> How about let's get back to the Rockettes. Started in 1925, 36. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, here's what? the deal. How many legs are alive and kicking? So basically, double the amount of performers on stage because each performer has two legs. Got it? Mm-hmm. So Got how it. many legs on stage? Nathan said? 120. Jim? 160. 36 performers. That means 72 legs. That means Nathan leads one nothing. Oops. Got it? Mm-hmm. 12,000 species of millipedes. That's a surprise. None of them have a thousand legs despite the name. Yes. There is one species with a record number of legs. How many legs? Nathan said? 860. Jim eight, said 800. Oh, the answer? They're so close. 750. Oh. Jim ties the game. It's evened up right there. Yeah. One to one. Mm. In 1991, Haynes ceased the plastic eggs packaging that was viewed as an example of wastefulness. Mm-hmm. However, when did those plastic Legs, pantyhose containers start mm-hmm. using the eggs. What year? Nathan said. 1924. Oh, Jim. 72. 1969. Jim now leads two to one. Oh, boy. Pretty mm-hmm. close, Jim. Mm-hmm. Ekaterina Lisana. Why do you say it like that? I don't know. Because it's spelled phonetically, and I figure mm-hmm. if I take it slow, I have a better shot. Y'all. Okay. Um, in inches, how long are her legs? Uh, basically, it's probably... Taller than Moira. Her legs Come alone. Come on already. How many inches? <laughs> they measure a leg. Is that from the, the heel hip. to the hip, hip, hip bone? to the butt crease. I don't know. Oh, butt crease. <laughs> she said, she said butt crease. <laughs> I did say butt crease. <laughs> I didn't say butt crack. Butt, butt grease. crease. Still funny. What kind of butt grease do you butt use? Butt grease. <laughs> oh. Scholars get an answer. Nathan said. 53 inches. Ooh. Jim. 50. The answer? Somewhere in between. No Stop way. it. Ekaterina Lisina. Stop saying it like that. Her legs are 52 inches long. Oh, Nathan, Nathan ties, ties the game. Oh, my God. He's up by two, one two. inch. In perspective, Oof. Moe's estimated height is 49 inches. That's not true. That's what Brad wrote. I'd be 4'1". Thanks, Brad. How about Betty Grable? It was uh, well known. She insured her legs way back when. It was for a million dollars. What about Beckham? 189 million. His insurance policy on his legs. But how old is he? How old is Beckham? Yes, tie game. This breaks it. Oh, boy. Nathan said. And you guys were one apart. What did he say? Nathan said 44. That's you a said good guess. 45. That's a good guess. I think he's got it. I don't know. I think he does. I don't For the win. Do David? I win if he's right? Well, yeah. No, right? I don't no. win. <laughs> what? For the win, David Beckham? Yeah. 40. Yeah. 
two. Ah, Nathan win. gets it. Nathan wins. Oh. Game only has Nathan. one loss on the year. Great competition. Thanks for playing closest to the pin. Remember, close only counts in horseshoes, okay. hand grenades, and closest to the Mariah pin. Mariah Carey's legs pin. were once insured for $1 billion. Darn right they were. Whose legs were? Mariah Carey. Oh, Mariah Because when you think of Mariah Carey, you think of her legs. No, I don't. I think that she wears clothes that are too small. Yeah, I that think of her that legs. we see too much of her legs. Yeah, Take like, a little break. We'll catch up with some other stuff. Don't forget yeah. at uh, the top of the hour, Fritz on the street. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. Police in Washington are now looking for someone who donated an urn containing cremated remains to Goodwill. Perhaps the urn was haunted and they were trying to offload the curse onto someone else for $3. Next, there is an alleged new mad pooper in New York. You may think this is a different person but it's possible that it's that woman that no one caught from last year. Finally, a passenger has been turned away from two flights after wearing 10 layers of clothing to avoid a luggage fee. I totally thought this only happened in the amazing race. Thank goodness it wasn't an elimination round. Headlines were brought to you by the free iHeartRadio app. And transmission. That's right, and you can hear more snappy jokes from Big Daddy like that one anytime, anywhere. If you download that free iHeartRadio app today, you get to listen to us and all your favorite music anywhere you go. All you have to do is go to the App Store on your smartphone and download our free iHeartRadio app today. Real Radio Orlando on Facebook, brought to you by Seacoast Bank. See why local is better by visiting SeacoastBank.com. Better by all accounts since 1926. Member FDIC. From the. You're listening to The Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Real Radio 104.1. Phillips File for a Tuesday, one 978 1041 Fritz on the street comes our way at the top of the hour. Another glitch in the system, nothing oh. like going digital. Yeah, Am I, I got, right? I got nothing music-wise. Nothing music-wise? I'm good now, but uh, it's just, it it, you, you don't want to hear about it. There's always a problem. <laughs> you don't want to hear about it. There's often a problem. Hmm? There's often. Oh. Sorry, you go first. No, you go. I no, said you go. Th- I said thanks, Obama. Mo said there's often a problem. Mm-hmm. Which is it? Yes. Both. Oh, no, no, no. Not you now. <laughs> really? You missed your window, mister. <laughs> Who was that? Uh, this guy.
Phillips Live for this Tuesday. There you go. One triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. What else is happening out there? How's your foot doing? You want to explain what again? What happened to your foot? Uh, still kind of hurts. Brand new audience. People are oh, concerned yeah. about your physical welfare. Mm-hmm. Now I was led to believe that you tripped over an ottoman. Pretty or, much or he like a his Dick toe Van on Dyke, yeah. but you just you simply stubbed your toe again. I didn't fall. I just walked into it really hard and Ow. cursed everything. So, Did you say at the time I think something is broken? No, I I I'm very used to it because I do it all the time. <laughs> I do that all the time, so I'm like, ah, I'm gonna shout this one off and then right. be fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So then I w- that was Friday night. I woke up Saturday and went to the chili cook-off, and I'm like, my foot kind of hurts, but no biggie. Uh, probably just a bruise or something. Somebody told me, and I won't reveal my sources because I don't do that. That harkens back to my old news uh, news days. I yes. told them that uh, your foot was uh, entirely wrapped up. Now I don't know whether this was after a first uh, vi- a doc- a doctor's visit or whether your girlfriend did it or whether you did it. But I was also told by this particular individual that I will not reveal their identity. That as uh, as uh, when they were in the living room and saw you reclining on the sofa, uh, there appeared to be a container of a yellow liquid over to the side. Oh come on! You couldn't <laughs> even get up to pee. You whizzed in some a bucket. Okay. But my source, my tor- my source Ew, told me it's gross. That Pinkman. My source believed that you are at you that you could not move. Right. That you're in so much pain and immobile that you couldn't even get up and. Hobble to the bathroom. I now know who your source is. It's funny because I thought it was me until you got to that pee no, part. No, <laughs> I, I know who it was. And that was a prank that I was playing on my girlfriend because she was being very nice and taking care of me. And my roommate and I decided to put a random yellow liquid in this uh, urinal type device and then leave it sitting there to make it look like I peed in it. <laughs> yeah, oh I like God. that. I was playing a prank on my girlfriend because she was being very nice to me. He's or are you just saying that as a cover so we oh, no, just I, don't talk about it anymore? Did you really tinkle in a cup? No, I used my crutches oh, to go to the bathroom, and then I stood there and balanced very carefully while mm-hmm. going. Who was the source? Jim might not be able to reveal it, but you can. Don't reveal sources. Reveal do not sources. do that. Do Wait, not reveal a source. No, you don't have to. But Pinkman can. If he wants to tell a story about himself, he, he can say who he thinks. I, I don't think that's a good idea. Out. I think that's unethical, as a matter of fact. Not on his part. Yeah, but I'm the one who's telling the story about a source, and then for him to uh, say, here's it who out. it is, hey, yeah. let's not do that. Can I ask a question? Yes. Who knew about you doing uh, peeing in a bottle? I'm not telling. <laughs> I'm no snitch. C-Lane, wasn't it? No reason no. to em- embarrass oh. that person or humiliate them. Correct. It was Fritz, wasn't it? Yes. Oh, come on. <laughs> It wasn't for it. So the status of your foot? So it's good now. I uh, went to the doctor Second on opinion. Sunday after I couldn't walk on it, and she told me it was broken, wrapped it up in a splint and everything, gave me crutches. Then I went for a second opinion yesterday, and he goes, this isn't broken. They read the x-ray wrong. Why don't you try to walk on your foot, loser? So I oh, did, and loser. then I could walk, and I was healed miraculously. And here I am. Loser. Rocky's like a hurricane. So you're just walking around yep. with very little pain. No, it still hurts. I mean, is it, tell me again, is there something broken or not? No, not. I guess it was just bruised very badly, which I don't know how that happens, but I guess it's a thing. It happened to me once, Jim, and it happened when I was at work one time where my foot, like I did something to it. I thought it was broken. It swelled up. It was just immense pain for 24 hours, and then suddenly it 
just goes away. All better. Have any yeah. painkillers? No, no fun stuff. Didn't have anything in reserve? <laughs> anything no, I, in reserve. The only time I've ever done anything. Smoke a that, big bowl of Kush? No, sir. I'm a good <laughs> Christian boy. Oh, my God. Catholic, I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, nope, none of that. Just uh, ibuprofen and a lot of water. Mm-hmm. You, do you keep asking your girlfriend to bring you something? Yeah. Would you mind bringing me a... Mm. I did, but I felt bad Cold about soda. it. Cold soda. Oh, no, I don't want a soda. They should bring you a soda. Nah, I'd really rather have a beer. Mm. And you know what? I think, wow, wow. Did you do a wow, wow? I did. <laughs> I, I pulled the, I don't think the people understand how hard it is <laughs> to be handicapped. Mm. What? Handicapped. I said, I don't think people understand how hard it is to be handicapped sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's like relearning life all over Please. Again. Ta- I'm a left-hander. That's hardly disabled. Talking about, oh, I'm not saying you don't understand. Well, I understand completely what it's like to have the whole world against you. God, there was something else the other day. It was like, damn it, I'm a left-hander. I can't do that. Mm. It's the Shut, worst. How about a, how about I get you a wheelchair and you try that out for a week? I was expecting him to come in in a wheelchair with crutches, certainly. Yeah, with his legs sticking straight <laughs> out and a big cast. Yeah, and a boot. I told my husband, I said, oh, Pinkman, he's going to be you know, really That's soft. That's what I thought. He's going to have a boot. He had to go to a second like, orthopedic Like guy. Jimmy Stewart in rear window. Exactly. <laughs> no. Uh, I had crutches and I did get him. I kept getting him caught on stuff and almost falling over oh, again. Pizza. Oh yeah, they're more dated. They'll hurt you. Yeah, you have to. You have to be able to adjust those just right. You got to slump just a little. A bit. little. Yeah. Otherwise, you're too. You're too high off the ground. Your armpits will ache for weeks. Oh. Yeah, my armpits are bruised. I'm surprised that somebody hasn't de- developed unless they have a better crutch. <laughs> I mean, they're certainly better than the days of Tiny Tim. My poor Tiny Tim. Well, I'm glad you didn't break your foot after all. Me too. And you're not the wearing year a boot. Lord 1844, and all of London <laughs> is, is, in, is a in a festive mood. mood. Yeah, but not, not old Scrooge, and I'm tripping over myself, who sits by the light of the flickering candle, eating his... Anyway, so... Well, Dr. good for you. I'm glad you feel better. Dr. Ronnie Thank Jackson you. didn't comment on Pinkman's foot, but he did comment for over an hour to the press about... Uh, the Trumpster's medical condition. How tall? What does he weigh? Six two. Although everything else said no. He up until I thought it was six three. It was today, but all of his stuff, driver's license, and all of his previous stuff said six two. So he's humble. So if you go to six three, he weighs two thirty nine, and that makes him not obese, but it makes him just overweight. He's one pound away from the borderline. If he was 6'2", he would be considered obese at 239, but he's 6'3", so 239 is in the overweight Man, he's packing some extra pounds. His cholesterol was also borderline high. Because he's eating a lot. Donald Trump has a driver's license? I guess. When do you think the last time that Donald Trump, with the exception of a golf cart, actually Mm -hmm. drove... An automobile or a truck or whatever the case might be. Never a I'm not truck. saying it never got behind the wheel for a photo opportunity, mm-hmm. but I mean actually driving it. Mm-hmm. Ten years. I wonder. I wonder whether he's ever driven anything. His cholesterol, total cholesterol, 223, mm. which is higher than recommended for a man eh, of his age. Yeah. Mm. Uh, he's gained about four pounds since they weighed him last right before yeah, the okay. election. Right. That's pretty good. Four pounds in four months. Yeah, doing better than I am. Yeah. What? 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 Yeah. As soon as he was elected, I couldn't stop eating. It's all stress. <laughs> <laughs> he has no medical but issues. Seriously, folks, I'll Jim, be here all week. No heart no, disease. No, I won't be here Friday. 
No heart disease, no family history of anything. His cholesterol reading was borderline high. Even takes he takes a low dose of Crestor, a statin. Type yeah, thing. okay. Mm-hmm. He's in Did pretty he get good a health. Shot? Mm, doesn't say. He is literally one tenth of a point. His BMI thirty is obese. He's twenty nine point nine. Yeah, good for him. He's on the right He's side. He's just underneath. Think you're gonna prostate exam? Oh, I don't think any of that. Huh? No. You have to at that age. No, you don't. Well, it's a you slow should. Grower. Nah, sure. Why? Why would you bother? Because you could have stage three prostate cancer, or stage two. You got to do something about that. Yeah. Well, he didn't. They don't put that on here. They have a limited number of they statistics. I bet you they did it, Mm-mm. and I bet he liked it. <laughs> That's awful. No, nope. I don't know anything <laughs> about it. Been doing it to, to the rest of us, so it's about time. Oh that, boy! Sorry. Bend mm. over. Uh, no, listen. Uh, he did a cognitive test as well. What does that mean? He asked for it. He did. Uh, and to they prove said, he's a stable genius. Well, two plus two. On how do you spell cat? <laughs> K-A-T, obviously. That was weak. That was that was reaching for the, the low-hanging fruit. The doctor said I mean, he had absolutely no concerns about his cognitive abilities, but he wanted to beat back the narrative, so he had this test. Yeah, okay, well, good. He seemed sharp, and that's all good. Yeah, I'm not crazy about the observations about his mental stability. He's just a bore. He's just someone. He's just a... You know, a human being who lacks empathy and doesn't have any sympathy for anybody, has no compassion. That's just the way that he is. But is he clinically, medically, mentally unstable? Mm. How, can, how, can, how, can, how can you make that observation? I don't know. Without it's, it's, sitting down and it, with a patient. You can't, I don't think you can do it. It seems more arrested development. He's kind of like this young teen boy. He's a man child. Mm. Um, yeah, and that's kind of, he never had the nose and never had to conform, so he just acts the way a young teenage a boy playground. would act. Right, yeah. mm-hmm. kind of a bully. Yeah. Uh, he Whoops. does. He did have a stress test, yeah. and he had a decent capacity for a man of his age. He Good does have. He's 70, 71, right? One. He, yeah. yeah. He has some calcium buildup in his arteries. He takes Uh-oh. a low dose aspirin for heart health. And he takes a statin. Okay, all right. But, That's you good. know, the doctor said he has a horrible dietary history. Yeah, sure. We know that. So. The doctor said, look, he's avoided so far some big heart risks because he doesn't smoke. He isn't diabetic. He has no history of family That's heart problems. He doesn't, doesn't drink. Yeah. Right. So there you go. So he, he seems uh, okay. Texters think that when you see 29.9, that's the doctor throwing you a, you know. Yeah, a bone there. Yeah. Huh? yeah well. <laughs> mm-hmm. we'll just put it at 29.9. Yeah, okay. And they gave him a high, another inch on his height so that his weight and height looks better than if he was 6'2 in the same way. Or... Weight. Maybe that little metal thing that comes out, they didn't want to squash his hair. So they did it to the top of where oh, his hair so is. So 6'3", 238? 9, 239. But he's really, on all of his other documents, he always said he was 6'2". Now all of a sudden he's grown. Like Most men shrink when they get to that age. That's true. He's growing somehow. Yeah, okay. Big, huge. I'm just saying. Wonderful Big tall. Is. He has the best words. He has the best height, Jim. Yeah, the-, the best height, he's 6'3". Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To support this big brain, this he's big He's grown head. big. Oh, he's got big head already. Yep. You want to bet whether the government shuts down shuts down Pinkman? Friday. Do I ever? The government shuts oh. down. It's on Republicans. The Republicans say, "Well, it's the Democrats' fault." The but fact of the matter everything. is, yeah. Well, that's true. If you're in power, the White House and both chambers of of, of Congress, uh, no matter whose fault it is, Republicans will be blamed. That's simple political science. That's right. the way it'll fall. So, what, what side are you voting on? He is uh, that we do or don't shut down. I say no. What's the t- What's the timeline? Midnight Friday. No, I don't think they will. I think they'll, I think either. you're right. I think they'll kick the can down the road somehow. 
They always do. Not well, always. they didn't that one time. Yeah, they didn't. And they had to close the Washington Monument and stuff. All yeah. the no, I don't think it. I don't, don't, think it you, don't you forget when the president walked from the White House to Congress and then they followed him because he couldn't drive and then he knocked on the door and they opened the door and it's like, oh my God, Martin Sheen. And then he came <laughs> in and then he, they oh, all settled that's it. That's a TV show, Jack. <laughs> It's based on real events, Mo. Mm-hmm. It was called The West Wing. Hello. Uh, yeah. A documentary. That was a that was a scripted show on NBC. It was it a was, biopic. It was how we wished it was during those years. Mm. The Bush years. Right. Oh. That was a good show. What would we give to have those years back? <laughs> you know, no, it's like, funny. Finally, when you can answer, because they used to have those signs with Bush, say, like during the Obama presidency, uh, and even someone yeah. down the hall had that poster with President Bush saying, Miss me yet? Yeah. And it's like, uh, yeah, not even close. Mitt Romney's running yeah. for Senate. Yeah. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, man. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Did you ever think we'd come to that day? Thank you. You'd be thanking, you know, your lucky stars that you got a guy like that running? Never had too much well, of a problem. Yeah, with Mitt Romney. Romney was always a. a he you seemed know, reasonable, right? Yeah, Smart absolutely. Fella. Yeah, a couple of verbal gaffes here and there. Yeah, binders full of women and whatnot. Yeah. Oh, they binders they, full of women and. Right. They call this. Yeah, exactly. They call the president. They're calling the president's one. health report now. Well, what? The Girther movement. Because his girth is more. He is. Uh, I mean, he's, he's bigger got, than two thirty nine. He's got. White man to, fat ass. I mean, oh, it's just. On, now listen. No, it's just, it happens with your body. I mean, it just happens. It just gets. I don't think he has that much of a stomach. He doesn't have a what they refer to as a Bombay window. I mean, he doesn't have that big stomach. But he, you know, as you get older, you're, you're, you lose that Definition. shoulders being wider yeah. down to your waist. Your waist grows kind of sideways. Right. Yeah, and, thick. Yeah, and it happens and, in and your butt, g- too. It gets in line with your armpits. <laughs> and then your ass fills in the rest. All right, stop. Now, I'm not even picking on him like that. Have you seen that shot of him at the golf the course? Golf I'm not, he's yes, apparently a very good golfer. I'm not taking anything a better golfer than Barack ever thought he could be. But, uh, but there's that shot. He's in those white kind of khaki pants and a white shirt. He's yeah, got the red uh, MAGA a hat on, I've seen and it. it's from the backside. You go, ooh, uh, those are some big, tidy whiteies there. Yeah. It's the Phillips file on real radio. That's well, that's rare. what. That's horrible. No, that's seriously. What, no, that's what. What's her name was saying what's when she name? was on the phone. The porn star on the phone to the other porn star because he's trying to convince oh, the other threesome. one to come yes. up, and she's saying Donald Trump's here running around in his tidy whiteies. Can you imagine? No. And soon as I read that. That's all I could imagine. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. That was something nice about President Trump. Your next chance to win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. In a world of journalistic excellence. Can I get your opinion? Comes a man with no formal training. How do you feel about Kraft Newberg? This is Fritz on the Street. How do you feel about Crab Newberg? It's Fritz on the Street every Tuesday on the Phillips File, brought to us in part by... Imagine the opulence of Broadway captured via video. Behold, the future of Broadway is no longer confined to Manhattan. Introducing Super TV3's latest production, Hamilton the Musical. Yes, Hamilton the Musical will take you on a tanned journey through the eyes of arguably this generation's greatest actor, George Hamilton. 
Written in a sing-song fashion, George Hamilton speaks about his upbringing. Born in Memphis, Tennessee, in 1939. A terribly handsome baby. Thank you. George Hamilton offers us his greatest asset in his singing voice, like this song called... It's like love at first bite. And gives crippling insight into the dark side of Hollywood. Susan St. James has halitosis. Take that one to the bank. Thank you. George Hamilton is George Hamilton in Hamilton, the musical. And I says to him, I says, you know, I was in The Godfather. The bad one. Kentucky Fried Chicken in my hand, in my mouth, and in my hand. Only on Orlando Super TV 3. It's the best. Fritz, what do you got for us today? Oh, mm. uh, there you Let's go. Let's go digital. He I was have, nervous. I've got uh, ten questions, five current event, five general knowledge trivia yeah, questions. Okay. Uh, I went to the bar across the street Ooh, last wang. night. Uh, last the bar night. across the street, not the regular one? Not yeah. the one you usually go to? Yeah, the regular one. Oh, the regular <laughs> one. That one what? over there? That one over no. there, yeah. No, Just not that one over there. No, the one he one. goes over. It's over there. The one that you usually yeah. go to. Not the Applebee's. No. No, the one over here. <laughs> the one, that one. <laughs> no. That's the one. Not that one. <laughs> it's it's my neighborhood haunt. So uh, let's go. Uh, let's go over who's leading points. Oh yes, uh, let's. And number one, first place, Mo with fifteen points. Let's stop playing. We're done. Okay, all yeah. done. Call the game. Se- second place, we've got Jim with fourteen. Then we've got Pinkman third mm. with eleven, and Jack rounding it out with ten. I'll take it. Uh, you know the rules. If you think Swing you know it, for the fences. Chime in. Watch this, ladies and gentlemen. And you get a bonus point. Yeah. Question right. number one. At the Jim. eight. Hawaii. That is incorrect. Yeah. That was, was a good. That's uh, a great guess. try. Yes, I tried. Indeed. Yeah, I tried. At the age of forty-six. Jack. Jack. Cranberries. That is correct. Yes. Yeah. I was like, oh my I was hoping God. I wouldn't have to know her name because I do uh, not. Yeah, remember. I didn't know whether you were going to go with uh, the name or the group. Very yes, good. Nice. At the good age job, of forty-six, Dolores O'Riordan has yeah. passed away, famous for fronting which nineties <laughs> alternative rock band? Jack, Jack Nabbit. Ooh. Cranberries is correct. How many out of eight people said the cranberries? Ooh, wow. This happened yesterday. Someone might have been out of the loop. I'm going to go seven. Eight. Seven for uh, going eight. Jack. Eight for Pinkman. Not without reservation, mind you. <laughs> it didn't sound like you had it. Can, can I ask the question again, please? At the age of 46, Dolores O'Riordan has passed away, famous for fronting which 90s alternative rock band? I'll go seven. Seven for Jim. Six. Six for Mo. Question number one with answers of <laughs> six, seven, and eight from the <laughs> file. <laughs> bing, bing, bing. Someone's picking up two points. <laughs> oh my At the God. age of 46, Dolores O'Riordan has passed away, famous for fronting which 90s alternative rock band? The Cranberries. Zombies. Oh. I'm sorry, the Cranberries. No! I don't know. <laughs> uh, the Cranberries. The Cranberries. The Cranberries. No clue. The Cranberries. Six. Moe's picking oh, up two it. points. <sighs> Jim and Jack picking up one each. All right. Mm-hmm. Should have stayed on the reservation, I said. Question yeah. number Zombie. two. Zombie. <laughs> Question two. In humans, what is the only internal organ capable of regenerating lost tissue? Mm. Moira? Mo? Liver? Liver's Jim. correct. Oh. Oh. Wow. Good. Nice. Oh. She's on her second or third. Yeah. Mo, out of, no. <laughs> out of eight answers, how Ooh. many do you think said the liver? 
Six? Six for Mo. Five. Five for Pinky. Four. Four for Jim <laughs> and two Jack. Four. Question right. two with answers of four, five, and six from the file. Bing, bing, bing. In humans, what is the only internal organ capable of regenerating lost tissue? The liver. The tongue. K- kidney, I guess? I don't know. The liver? Liver. Liver. The liver. Your tongue. Uh, five. Yay. So Pinkman's picking up two and everyone else is picking up that. one. I had no, not a clue. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Question number three. <laughs> Which Golden Globe winning actor recently took to late night talk shows? Jack. To- Jack? James Franco. James Franco mm. is correct. Jack, that is your second bonus point of right. the evening. Wait, so, wait. The oh. entire question. Yes, Which please. Golden Globe winning actor recently took to late night talk shows to explain the allegations oh. of inappropriate sexual behavior against him? Jack, out of eight answers, how many do you think said James Franco or Franco? Oh, you took Franco. 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 Okay. Franco. Oh, so somebody said Franco, probably. <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, at least you know you have one there. Five. Blanco Franco. Five for Ooh, Jack. Six. Six for Pinkman. Five. Five for Mo. You're a nerd, not me. I am. <laughs> I didn't got say you. nerd. I said rude. Oh, that is a nerd. Sorry. What'd you say? Here. Hold on a minute. <laughs> what? Oh, my mind. I... I'll go six. Six oh, oh, for Jim. Oh With answers of five and six yeah. from the file. Question number three. <laughs> bing, bing, bing. Oh, <laughs> pick it up, too. Which Me Golden too. Globe winning actor recently took to late night talk shows to explain the allegations of inappropriate sexual behavior against him? James Franco. The guy from Pineapple Express. Franco. He was supposed to be in a movie that's coming out now. I forgot his name. James Franco. Franco, but I don't think that could have been. I guess, yeah, I'll go with James Franco. Oh, oh, James Franco. James Franco? No clue. Six. That no clue sounds so familiar. (laughs) No clue. Pinkman and Jim are picking up two. Mo and Jack picking up one each. How many more do we have? Uh, I got uh, seven. All right. Uh, Question four. What was the collective name of the countries fighting against the allied powers? Jim. Jim? Uh, The uh, Axis. That is correct. What was the name of the the collective name of the countries fighting against the Allied powers in World War II? Jim, you are correct. Axis out of Axis eight battles? people. How Oof. many do you think said oh, Axis? Oh, jeez, I don't you know. Uh, no clue. No, he'll know. Yeah, no it's clue. the only one. That's it. He'll know. I'll go four. Four for Jim. Oh, I like that answer. Seven. Oh, Seven. really? Oh. No, oh, I'll bet you a dollar. Yeah. That, you know, <laughs> I'll bet you one dollar. That you're closer seven. than he is. One dollar. Yeah. Oh, come on. Now yeah, we're having side bets on this thing? Okay, oh, deal. deal. You say seven. Yeah. Okay. Seven All right. You're for $1. crazy. And he gets seven or more, right? He gets seven no. or eight? Whoever's closest, right? So if he gets or six. No, I'll closest. just bet they you a dollar. That. No, if it's not seven, he owes me a dollar. If it's on, if it's seven, he owes, you know, yeah. I pay him a dollar. I think you should pay him if it's eight. Agreed. Seven or eight? Yeah, because yes. you're basically you betting that many seven people or eight, won't know I'll it. pay you a dollar. Hedging, if it's not bets. seven or eight, anything under seven, you owe me a dollar. Back to the game, I'll go five. Five for Jack. <laughs> I'll say four. And four for Mo with answers <laughs> What of did I say? Four. four. I don't know. With, I answers of, with answers of four, five, and seven from the file. Bing, bing, bing. Ow! What was the collective name of the countries fighting against the Allied powers in World War II? The Axis powers. Uh-oh. The Axis. Uh-oh. The Damn Axis? It. No idea. The Axis. Four. Going back in history. Yeah, one, more, one more. One more. Four. Ah. 
Jim's picking up two. Moe's picking up two. Well, Jack can, is picking up one. We'll call and it. Pinky, you have to give me a dollar. dollar. No, no, no. Fork we'll call it, it a push because you didn't pay me my dollar yet today. Oh, oh, right. oh that's yeah, that's true. true. All right, so the other bet's paid then. Paid. Wait a minute. What was the bet? Flynn's son and Flynn's the indictment. The indictment by the 15th. It's not midnight. No, it's 16. Oh, today. <laughs> oh it was yesterday? Yeah. That was yesterday. Yeah. Today's right. All right, it's a push. So now we're yeah. even, Steven. All right. Yeah, nice good. try. One more. Oh, well, my God. You know, give it up. That was very you know, with him, I didn't know whether he was still kind of unstable from his foot injury. Right. <laughs> All right, one more, Fritz, before we break. You got it. Question five. Over the weekend, which iconic actor portrayed Steve Bannon on Saturday Moira. Night Live, Mo? Bill Murray. That is correct. Ooh. I forgot we were playing. You all right? I uh, got a little heart palpitation on that one. Sorry. He was awful. Mo- he had he the was. blotchy face. He looked it, but, it, you know, he Didn't actually looked off. good as bad, but he, he kind of got lost. Like, yeah. yeah. Mo, out of eight answers, how many do you think said Bill Murray? Uh, Portraying Steve Bannon on SNL. Four. Four for Mo. I'll go five. Five for Jim. Five. Five for Jack. Three. Three for Pinkman. Ooh. Question number five with answers of three, four, and five from the file. Over the Uh-oh. weekend, which iconic actor portrayed Steve Bannon on Saturday Night Live? Bill Murray. I don't know. No idea. I don't know. Um, Rosie O'Donnell. I have no idea. Bill Murray. Pass. I have no idea. I didn't watch it this week. Two. Yeah, yeah get so a point. Many people. Up one point. Spending too much time at the bar. Let me take a little break. It's Fritz on the street. We have five more to go. That is correct. Five more to go when we come back on Real Radio 104.1. You think you know the answers? He changes the questions. It's Fritz on the street. Five more uh, questions to go with Fritz on the street brought to us in part by... The arid plains of West Texas has long fascinated the American psyche. It's in this rugged and physically demanding world that we here at Cream Foods International proudly unveil our new Texas Longhorn-style canned coleslaw. Ideal for preppers and college freshmen alike, Texas Longhorn-style canned coleslaw has a shelf life of over 25 years and sharing its milky, savory texture anytime you crave it. Texas gets hot, no doubt, but not Texas Longhorn-style canned coleslaw. It was created in Mexico, guaranteed to always stay 37 degrees chemically and always fresh. Texas Longhorn-style canned coleslaw from Creamy Foods International. We thawed it up, and now it's a thing in a can. Okay. Uh, Let's get back to Fritz on the street. Five more questions to go. That is correct. Yeah. Question six. Which city is the most populous in the entire world? Jim. Jim? Mexico City. That is incorrect. Pinkman? Tokyo. Tokyo is correct. Pinkman. Pinkman's on the board. Pinkman. Uh, Pinkman out of eight answers. How many do you think said Tokyo? Tokyo. Uh, Five. Five for Pinkman. Oh, boy. Four. Four for Mr. Oh, Bradshaw. Be all over the place. Mm. Mm. I think five. Five for Mo. Nice. I'll go five. Five for Jim. Nice. With answers of four yeah. and five uh-huh. from the file. Which city is oh, the most oh, populous three. in the entire on, world? On, Hong six. Kong? Hong Kong. Yeah. Bangkok. I have no idea. New York City. It's gotta be Hong Kong. Tokyo? Tokyo. Two. 
Wow. Oh, Two no points awarded on that one. Mackerel, jeez, no my God. Holy mackerel. What the hell, jeez, oh, my God almighty. <laughs> Question seven. Which U.S. state accidentally sent mass emergency... Yeah. Jack? Hawaii. Hawaii is correct. Which U.S. state accidentally sent mass emergency texts concerning an imminent missile strike on Saturday? Jack, Hawaii is correct out of eight answers. How many do you think said Hawaii? Wow. Eight. Eight for Jack. I'm going to go with an outlier, so I'll say seven. Seven for Someone Jim. will say North Korea. Somebody's going <laughs> to. Yeah, I'll wait. go seven. You said what, U.S. state? Yeah. yeah someone will say US North state? Korea. Yeah, which U.S. state accidentally sent mass emergency texts concerning an imminent missile strike on Saturday? I think it's eight. Eight for Mo. Seven. Seven for Pinkman. Oh, boy. With answers of seven and eight from the file... This is how question seven starts off. Bing, bing, bing. Yeah, I think it's eight. Which U.S. state accidentally sent mass emergency texts concerning an imminent missile strike on Saturday? Hawaii. 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 It's Hawaii. 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 Eight. Eight. So uh, Mo and uh, Jack are picking up two. All righty. Pinky and Jim picking up one each. Fake news. Question, not fake news. <laughs> no. Question eight. Which planet has a large storm known as the Great Red Pinkman. Spot? Oh Pinkman? God. Jupiter. Jupiter is correct. Oh, he said it so calmly like he knew. He did. He did. He knew Jupiter. it. Jupiter. Extreme Jupiter. confidence. Which planet, has a, which planet has a large storm known as the Great Red Spot in our solar system? Pinkman, out of eight answers, how many do you think Ooh. said Jupiter? Oh, tough one. Yes. Six. Six for Pinkman. Oh, <laughs> Five. 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 Yeah, I'll go five. five. Can I change my answer? No, I can't. Five. Four. Four for Mo. Question eight with answers of four, five, ah. and six from the file. Bing, bing, bing. Oh. Someone's picking up two. Which planet has a large storm known as the Great Red Spot in our solar system? Jupiter. Uh, <laughs> Jupiter. Uranus. These are questions that I should know. Jupiter. Oh. Jupiter. 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 What was that? Six. Six. Yay. Six. Yay, me. So Pinkman's picking up two. Jim and Jack picking up one each. All right. How many more do we go? I got two. Two to go. Two to go. Two to go. Jack, two. Points. Yes. Question nine. According to sources familiar with the meeting last week, Donald Trump referred... Jack. Oh. What's it going to be? Go ahead, baby. Go ahead. Asshole countries. Jim. <laughs> yeah, that's that's good. What? Yeah, well, we're it. not going to say. Yeah, wait, come it. on, come on. Well, the the what can you? What the entire question? Yeah, is according to sources familiar with the meeting last week, Donald Trump referred to what as being s holes. Pinkman. He said countries. So yeah. that's, oh, oh right. not on. He did. He said s hole. Yeah, I said Jim uh, after he. What? He gave me the point, so yeah, you never said, got to yeah, chime in. Matter. He said asshole countries. <laughs> what was the? I don't understand what the answer is. The answer is countries. he referred to countries as being assholes. Countries. That's weak. That's very. That's weak. It but, was either. It was either that, or the answer was going to be a whole bunch of a whole bunch of people being bleeped out saying assholes. You better imagine. <laughs> Actually, that would have been funny. You know, a lot more editing, but it would have been funny. <laughs> would have been funnier, but Jack, out of eight people, how many do you think said countries? Countries. Oh, 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 should be. Someone will be confused. Repeat the question again. Please. Please. Okay. Please. According to sources familiar with the meeting last week, Donald Trump referred to what as being assholes? 
I almost said it. See, I think a lot of people are either going to go Africa or they're going to say yeah, Haiti. Yeah, so what if they or... name okay, if they say countries? The countries? Yeah. yeah, what if they say oh, that the counts? Co- That's fine. Eight. Eight for Jack? Seven. Seven for Pinky? Oh, no. <laughs> Seven. Seven Okay, I'll play. Seven. Seven for Mo. So we have answers of seven and eight from the file. Mm. Question number nine. Bing, bing, bing. According to sources familiar with the meeting last week, Donald Trump referred to what as being sholes? Countries? Haiti and a bunch of other so-called countries. 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 I should know this. It was on the news. (laughs) Countries. 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 Seven. Yay. There it is. Seven. Okay. Pinky. Weird, though. Jim, Mo, uh, they're all picking up two, and Jack picking up one. Mm-hmm. Last right. question. What late American singer was the mayor of Palm Springs? Mo. Kind of, Mo? Sonny Bono. Sonny Bono's correct. What late American singer? I was going to say Clint Eastwood. <laughs> no. Oh, you get a heart palpitation, I swear to God. She looks at me with this fire in her eyes. It, it's funny, because we've seen how Moira reacts to being in last place. I want to see how she reacts to being in first place, because she really is a, a ball of anxiety yeah, and a hot mess. Ah, uh, hey! Um, the full question. Full question. What late American singer was the mayor of Palm Springs, California, from 1988 to 1992? Mo, you got that one right. Out of eight answers, how many do you think said Sonny Bono? Four. Three. Four for Mo. Three for Jim. Two. Two for Jack. One. One for Pink. Oh, my God. With answers of one, two, three, and four from the file, here is the last question. Bing, bing, bing. Oh. What late American singer was the mayor of Palm Springs, California from 1988 to 1992? No idea. Tom Petty. No clue. Not even a guess. Don Henley. I have no idea. Sonny Bono. Sonny Bono. Damn it. Two. So Jack is picking up two. Uh, Jim and Pinky picking up one each. And there you go. The Thank street. you, Fritz. Good job. Pick Ooh, up the. Uh, yeah. Let's do the score. See how oh, everybody came out. Okay, here we go. Today, uh, in last place with twelve points is Jim. Okay. Twelve. Oh. So that means okay. Moira and Pinkman both had thirteen points, and I finished with fourteen on today. So Fake I news. won today. However. Overall, ooh, things are getting nice and tight. And in the lead, Moira has 28 points. Jim, <laughs> you're in second place with 26. Then Pinkman and I each have 24. There you oh. go. All right, Fritz, good job. Thank you very much. Fritz on the street every Tuesday on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. The NYPD union is suing to stop the release of body cam footage because they say it violates officers' civil rights. I look so what if we want to crack a couple two tree heads yo. Next, Saudi Arabia lifted their 35-year cinema ban with a screening of the Imaji movie. I'm sorry. With the last 35 years of cinema to choose from they chose a movie that got 9% on Rotten Tomatoes. Sad. Finally, a law firm that helps employers avoid discrimination complaints is being sued for discrimination. Get Alanis Morissette on the phone because boy do I have a story for her. Headlines were brought to you by the Phillips File Live blog. Go to realradio.fm to see the new Bullet Edition Mustang. And transmission. Call now for person, place, or thing. 407-916-1041. From... You are listening to the Phillips File.
Phillips file for a uh, Tuesday. Cory Booker, who's a senator from New Jersey, who uh, they uh, tout as a possible candidate for the Democratic Party, Democratic Party's presidential uh, nomination. Uh, they're having hearings today, and he's yelling and screaming at, uh, who is it, the... Uh, Men of Homeland Security. Person. Yeah, exactly, because uh, she was in this meeting with Trump. And, you know, this is, folks, this is political theater is what this is. This is no different than Anderson Cooper or Rachel Maddow or those goofballs on Fox and Friends in the morning. Mor- it's all theater. It's all a. It's all for the purpose of you paying attention to them. Say, I'm going to vote for, uh, for, you know, good for Cory Booker for putting this person in her place. How many days now about these comments by the president? Four or five. As if there's nothing else going on in in, in the nation mm-hmm. policy-wise. I mean, does this really rise to the point where we are so, as a nation, so upset? I'm I'm a little bit floored by it. Watch Cooper. Watch Anderson Cooper. Watch Don Lemon. And if you think there's not any method to the madness, what they're, I mean, behind closed doors, they're saying this is the greatest thing to ever happen because what we can do is we can lay that out there. Then we get a bunch of people on the set, and they what do they do? They yell and scream at one another for uh, for for two hours. Watch Anderson Cooper. There's usually just one conservative on there. I'm not saying, you know, there's always one there's always one person that the other people can pile on. And it's just this a reason for I believe people to watch this stuff, especially people who are opposed to the current administration and say, "Oh, I feel better about this because people are now people are now saying on TV what I believe." You know, 2 hours of what? I mean, what do you get out of it other than people just yelling and screaming at one another, especially after for, for these many days about whether the president used or you know used a particular word? Is anybody really surprised that this goofball would use words like that? How many times do you need to be surprised by this person? Yeah, I think it's always a surprise when it's the bigotry is just right up in your face. I think it's always a surprise. You keep thinking. I think most of us are optimists. If you know anything about his history, you know he's a racist. I, I Why th- would you believe that he's not? When the bigotry comes back in your face, it is always, to me, shocking. And, uh, you know, that's that's the only thing I'll say about it. I mean, I, you know, uh, maybe I keep thinking, not that he's going to change, not that I don't understand what you're saying. His history looks like it's, you know, this is a repeated attack on immigrants or brown people or whatever. Um, but when it is so obvious right up in your face, I'd rather have Norwe- Norwegians here than Haitians here. He didn't say I'd rather have well, Norwegians here than Haitians here. He used a vulgar, he's a vulgar person. He's yeah. a, he's a bore. Mm-hmm. But to say, oh, I just came to the determination that Donald Trump is a racist. Mm-hmm. His history, his personal history is Correct. full of racism. Mm-hmm. It's the vulgarity. That, that I'm more concerned about, that the President of the United States, who represents 380 million people, 360 million people, would engage in language that I believe is beneath the position of the office. Mm-hmm. 
I would imagine probably in our own private moments, if we've been to some places, whether in town or whether we've traveled some places, in own private moments, either with our partners or our spouse or maybe with our colleagues, we have referred to certain places that we have gone to as the same word that he used. It's just beneath the president of the United States, I think, to use language like that in a meeting where they're trying to set policy on immigration. But let's not, let's not, let's not be oh my god like we have never used a word like that and you know that we have in in some form or fashion have referred to a place that we've been to that was oh you wouldn't believe what a what a rotten place it was what a lousy place it was nest i think we call a place around here yeah if not if not worse probably Mm -hmm. you know I get a, you know, we get a little bit high and mighty sometimes. I'm more concerned with the office itself and how he's denigrated the office. I know he's a racist. I know how, I know that he and his father discriminated against black people it when they had apartment buildings. I know that he called for the death penalty for the uh, for the Central Park Five, even after they were acquitted of the charges. He still called for the death penalty for these individuals. I understand that. Yeah. You know that you know the racism thing doesn't. I'm not I'm not shocked by that at all. I continue to be amazed about how I believe he lowers the integrity of the office just by so many things that he says and things that he says leads to the, our disrespect around the world and to, and loosens our alliances with people who are there to be our allies. I mean, I think that's a hell of a lot more important. A hell of a lot more important yeah. than whether the president of the United States in a meeting drops the S bomb. S bomb. Seriously, think that Lyndon Johnson didn't drop some certain words oh, yeah. in meetings? Do you really think <laughs> that uh, Richard Nixon didn't use too, particular yeah. words in meetings with his? Adv- Come on now, folks. Come on. Maybe Jimmy Carter didn't. Uh, Think that Bill Clinton didn't drop one of these words ever, you know, didn't drop the F bomb here, here and there, whatever. Come on. Let's not get too overexcited about well, there this. There were no reports. I mean, I can understand the first day, all right, but four days? Seriously. You know, and then Cory Booker, or, you know, yelling and screaming at that, that that's simply political theater. Do you think if somebody said, Corey, guess what? We're not going to have the television cameras on. We're not going to have the recordings uh, going for this particular uh, hearing that this individual. You think that Cory Booker would have laced into this individual as much as he did because the cameras are rolling? Mm -hmm. Come on. Come on. So much of it is nothing but theater, and a lot of it on TV is nothing but theater to grab your attention for no other purposes than to gather ratings because people love to see people yelling and screaming at each other on the television. And they love to see people because they're so upset by this president. They want to watch this kind of stuff because, thank God, there's somebody on TV that is uh, lacing into this individual. Because that's exactly the way that I feel. Okay. I get it. I'd rather watch soccer. One triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Let's play some person, place, or thing, oh, Mr. Pinkman. What are the prizes? Oh, buddy! Today, win it before you can buy it. A pair of tickets to see none other than Bon. John Bon Jovi. Yep, that guy. What? 
is not for sale. Oh, sorry. This house is not for sale tour at the Amway Center on April 18th. Wow. Tickets go on sale wow. this Friday, the 19th at noon. John Excellent. Bon Jovi tickets. Oh, yeah. Bon Jovi. He's alive. And oh, well, you got to go. See Bon Jovi. John Bon Jovi. Can't believe he was dead a few years ago. No, he wasn't dead. He wasn't revived. He's always been alive and well and singing up a storm. All right, ah. Let's get this underway. Uh, Mark, you're first up. Pick a person, a place, or a thing, Mark. Person, please. A person. Thanks to Brad for the category. This person had nine siblings. Wow. And a well-rounded education, including languages and science. I will tell you that this person is dead. Amy Winehouse. Amy Winehouse. Hold on. That's your final answer? Sure. No, sorry. It's not Amy Winehouse. Nice job. John Bon Jovi. (laughs) Here's uh, Tyler. All right, Tyler, you ready for clue number two? Oh, yeah. Talk about a Renaissance man. He mastered surveying, math, horticulture, and mechanics, to name a few. He had nine siblings and a well-rounded education, including languages and science. John Adams. John Adams. That's your final answer? Sure, man. No. Sorry, man. Not right. John Wasn't bon John Adams. Damn it. Want to take a guess, Mo? Nope, not yet. Not yet? Nope. Here we go. Clue number three. Ready, Jenna? Yes. All right, Jenna. <laughs> this person also studied law and architecture, two disciplines he is probably most known for. John Bon Jovi? Uh, oh, man. He's oh, dead. Geez. He's an American. He's dead, has nine siblings. Nine siblings, well-rounded education, languages, science. Um, and he's known for what? He would be, Mark? you know, many people. Well, he was a Renaissance man. There's no question about that. He mastered surveying, math, horticulture, and mechanics. He also studied law and architecture, two disciplines he's probably most oh. known for. Ooh, um, you can do it. Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln. That's your final answer? Yeah. Now it's not Abraham Lincoln, but you gave it a shot. That's that. But that's what really counts in that life, buzzer, right? Yeah, that buzzer is hysterical. Here you go, Mark. Clue number four. Are you ready? <laughs> yes. He loved books, though he only wrote one himself. He co-authored one of the most hallowed documents in U.S. history. Mark. John Adams. No, it's not John Adams. Didn't somebody say John Adams they already? Did. Try again. Yeah, somebody try already again. said it. It's not John Adams. John Bon Jovi? No, not Bon Think Jovi. architecture. That's a better clue, yeah. Muy importante. But he's not Spanish. No. So don't let that Lo fool siento. you. No, he's not Japanese either. No. LOL. He's an American. I need an answer. An important American. <laughs> Quickly. Sorry. That's your final answer. Oh, you think you're looking on Can't look it up. We don't allow that. <laughs> that buzzer. I don't know why it cracks me up. All right, up. Tom, here we go, all right? Oh, God. Yeah. All right, Hello. here we go. Here we go. Here's a funkadelic clue. Mm. George Clinton was his veep during his second term as the third U.S. president. Who is Thomas Jefferson? Who is Thomas Jefferson? That's your final answer? Yes. Yeah, baby. Yeah, John go. Bon Jovi. John yeah, Bon Jovi. Jefferson. Excellent job. And he's going to see John Bon Jovi. Oh boy, that's a great prize. Thank you very much. Wow. Who else is coming to town? Saw a list and calendar on the 
that in the yeah, website the, the other yeah. day. Yeah. Whether they were playing, uh, you know, at, uh, at the... Plant what, City the, Strawberry no, Festival? Whether they're play, no, in Orlando. Whether they're playing at the uh, Amway or whether they or were playing the uh, down on Bundy or Wills. And I didn't recognize anybody. Justin Timberlake is coming yeah. to town. What? JT. I know, right? When? We should go. Let me find out. That guy is talented. That's, yeah, there's a big pile of talent right Katie there. Katy Perry. There's another one. The Wasn't Beach Boys. Oh, maybe. I'm, I'm just naming names. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Beach, Bo- Beach Boys will be at uh, Universal Mardi Gras. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. Swear to God. What you, I'm and, trying and to make stuff I don't up. Know, the Beach Boys, seriously. Oh, now you, and, that and was my very first I don't see concert. anybody older than me. Oh, that was my very first concert. I don't know about that pop. Okay, JT will be at the Amway Center. You think on the Beach Boys are May younger 14. than I am? I do. Ooh, oh, I don't know about that. I'm checking. You want to put money? No, I don't. Pinkman, you want to bet whether the Beach Boys? <laughs> All right, let, let's see. I'll try to get the answer. Not particularly. Think Mike Love is younger than I am? No. Mike Love. How old is Mike Love? I'm looking. Oh. Oh yes, he's older than you. 74? 75? 76. He's 76? Almost 77. Uh-huh. In March, he'll be 77. There we got one of his uh, fan club members. <laughs> oh, an old person. Happy, happy birthday! <laughs> he is six foot one, Jim, and worth $80 million. Yeah, no kidding. How much yeah. does he weigh? I doesn't say. 239? Mm-mm. Dang. 1982. What? My first concert. Great. Had a good run. Beach Boys, they were playing at, well, at the time it was the Brendan Byrne Arena, but now it's the IZOD Arena, you know, a, a stadium, or a, an arena with 20,000 seats in New Jersey. Yeah. Greg Kinban opened up. Saw Frank Gifford in the concourse. Really? Yeah. He's making time with somebody. Oh, It could have been Frank. Kathy Lee. Oh, boy. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Were they together then? I don't know. Now, wait a minute. Is Hoda still doing yes. the thing with Kathy Lee? Hmm. Is oh, she's... the wine version of no, the, I mean, the wine tasting. Yeah, the that, that hour, is she still doing that hour? Uh, I don't know. So don't who know. is Kathy Lee hanging around with? I'm not sure they've made the switch. Well, Hoda's doing morning 7 to 9. Does she still get to drink? Not from 7 to 9. Coffee, I think that's probably it. And then mm. locally 9, it's they have um, Kelly here. Ke- yes, but then they go back to it for a, a third and is and that a fourth Megan, hour. Megan Kelly? Yes. Yeah. How's she doing? Anybody watching her? Nope. No. Is that I don't a bad want, career move? I don't watch television. Yeah, I watched her what? more on Fox News. Yeah, I wonder. Mm. Oh, Megan. But Kelly Ripa has got killer ratings. Brian Wilson. Without doing politics. Oh, sorry. And then Colbert's her. got killer ratings late at night. Doing politics. Doing he politics. Go figure it out, man. That's the, you know, if you can figure that one out, so Jimmy you're going to be Fallon. the president of uh, CNN. He started doing politics. He opened the show, was it last night or the night before, Mm. as James Taylor. Eh. And instead of Fire and Rain, he was singing about Fire and Fury. Oh, my. Brian Wilson from the Beach Boys Gym, also five years older than you. 42. Brian Wilson? Five years older than you. Mm -hmm. He's got everything squared away now? I, I don't know what was unsquared. Brian Wilson. Yeah, he was. Oh, kind he of, was. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. He, was, he, he had some troubles. Drug he was problems. a circle. Uh, uh, he's six foot two and worth seventy five million dollars. I get around. Do, do, do. Yeah, this is great music when you're tooling up uh, up and down A one A on Hollywood Beach. You know, mm-hmm. in nineteen 
67. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Well. It was a great time. Mo was in college and I was in Nam. No, 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 no. None of that is right. They wear those striped shirts or a madras shirt. Everybody would wear the same shirt, and they wore all the, that that those jeans, kind of like cream colored or white jeans. And you wear a brown belt with a horseshoe buckle and Weegans. Cool. Everybody, everybody to look the did, same, but it was the same look. thing. It was the same look for every, kind of like the hipster look. So they mix it up a little bit more. Are you going? Where to, to see the Beach Boys? Certainly not. <laughs> oh, so negative. I think Nirvana's coming to town. Now that's... You're going to that? Of course, baby. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. No, but the Foo Fighters are not coming to Orlando, but I believe going Tampa. to Tampa. All right, let's get out of here. Good show today. Thank you very much. Uh, tomorrow, Wednesday edition of the Phillips File. Very busy, of course, among other things. Shot Doctor comes in for casting call. We will talk with Scott Maxwell, of course. He writes the Taking Names column for the Orlando Sentinel, among other things tomorrow. Closest to the pin, Jack's audio file, all that good stuff. Tomorrow, starting at 3, right after Sean. He's the news junkie with Sabrina and C. Lane, and they follow the monsters in the morning, and Tom and Dan are next. So tonight, eat dessert first, grin like a dog, wander aimlessly, pound your conk as often as you can buy your books with cash and eat some ants bye bye and take care is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. Hey, Brevard, Sabrina's coming your way. That's right, Sabrina from the News Junkie. You can join her at Brevard's Renaissance Fair this Saturday from noon to 2 at 